Once upon a time, a group of curious storytellers breathed life into epic tales set in the wide fantasy world of Exandria. This is Liam O'Brien, here to welcome you to Critical Role. We'll dive into the story in just a moment, but first, a few notes. This is the audio-only version of our broadcast that streams Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific over on twitch.tv slash criticalrole and youtube.com slash criticalrole. If you subscribe to our Twitch channel, you can watch the video on demand immediately after the broadcast, and it's also available Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific on YouTube. And of course, for all you wonderful podcast listeners, freshly minted episodes release right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network one week after our broadcast on Thursdays. With all that said, let's get into the story. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. Like that. Uh, before we get into tonight's episode, we do have some quick announcements to get through, beginning with our first of two sponsors tonight, Skillshare. Sam, if you don't mind. What? Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, guess who wants me to read? I have. Oh, I have, I have papers. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Skillshare, an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for curious people. No. No. Oh. Uh, I guess I'm supposed to <laughs> read in a French accent? Uh, okay. This is awful. Uh, Skillshare offers amazing classes designed for real life, including graphic design, photography, <laughs> and music. God. Sadly, no. the one class Sam could not find on the site was miming, which is why he's terrible at it. Go on, Sam. Why don't you mime um, juggling chainsaws? Uh -huh. <laughs> what about the driving in rush hour traffic? <laughs> yeah, this is uh, truly terrible. <laughs> but don't let that dissuade you. With memberships as low as $10 a month with annual subscription. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> Skillshare is a great way to learn and unlock your creativity. Yeah, guess Sam, <laughs> why don't you try needing to poop with no toilet in sight? <laughs> <laughs> or how about being birthed by a rhino? <laughs> being birthed by a rhino. <laughs> Get through. Make it through. <laughs> well done, monsieur. Go check out Skillshare for yourself now at skl.sh slash critical role four. And thanks for their continued support. Woo! <laughs> that was amazing. Like a nightmare fuel. Bravo, yes. bravo, Monsieur. Why, why don't you ever get cast for your French accent, baby? That was amazing. I have no idea. Wow. That was just awful. I don't know why, but certain expressions, I went straight to like Devil's Rejects <laughs> with that makeup. It's I am not going to sleep well tonight. Thank you, Sam. And I'm sorry, Skillshare. Um, a second sponsor, our returning friends. Every episode from the beginning of the campaign, D&D Beyond. <laughs> of which now you can add a whole unique selection of digital dice to your D&D Beyond account, which is awesome. Uh, it says here, roll using the finest 64-bit metals with the blacksmith pack or unleash the power of Medusa 
on every natural 20 using the Mythic dice set. Each dice set is unique and integrated with the D&D Beyond character sheet, so you can roll them with a simple click of any stat, which is actually pretty cool. I, I prefer physicality of the dice personally, but then I saw the actual digital stuff. I was like, yeah, that's actually pretty badass, yeah, especially for online stuff. stuff. Really awesome. Um, so check out these digital dice sets now and more at dndbeyond.link/crdice. Okay, uh, Marisha, you have some announcements, I believe. I do. Do I now? <laughs> wow, that's not right. Hey. I'm assuming um, my announcement God, is. September 29th, 7 p.m. What? Talks? Talks. Yeah, talks. That's what is it, 29th? It's 7 p.m.? Yeah. On Tuesday, <laughs> you know, when talks is. Episode. Uh, and it's happening again. Episode 111. Episodes covering episode 111. <laughs> be available on YouTube Thursday. And it will totally be available on YouTube on Thursday. And the Critical World Podcast Network. Podcast and the Critical World Podcast Network, of course, you know, 36 hours. In right. it, 36 <laughs> hours! Oh, yeah! Wow. Arguably better than mine. Yeah. Arguably well, better. Fight. Mm. Yeah, yeah, talks. It's back still. That's awesome. Thank you, Marisha. Well done. That's Thank cool. you. We got mime and ventral ventriloquism. That's what we're here for. Why didn't you ask me to do the French accent? With how amazing I am, it, it oh, oh, okay. The whole, the whole game tonight. <laughs> now you got to. All right, uh, and we do have one final <laughs> announcement, a uh, a pretty sizable announcement. Uh, Ashley, if you wouldn't mind taking it away. Okay, okay, okay. So, since we started Critical Role, we all have been absolutely blown away by this community's support, and especially when it comes to charity campaigns. So today, we are excited to announce the launch of Critical Role Foundation. So it's a, a nonprofit organization with a mission statement that I'm sure some of you will recognize. To leave the world better than we found it. Hell yeah. So I am very excited to serve as the president of CRF with Matt as our board member. Um, one of the number, but the one here. One, yes, the, cast, yeah. the one here <laughs> present. Um, yes. Um, okay, so for our first campaign, we have partnered with one of my favorite organizations, uh, First Nations Development Institute, to fund their Native Youth and Culture Fund. So I'm sure some of you know that because of COVID-19, um, there's been a significant impact on Native communities. And right now, only about 50% I'm sorry, 15% of applicants to the Native Youth and Culture Fund receive support. And if we reach our goal of $50,000, Critical Role Foundation will be able to fund two nonprofits located at Zuni Pueblo and Cochiti Pueblo for an entire year. Mm. And this fund supports grassroots projects that strengthen and renew cultural and spiritual practices, beliefs, and values, and helps preserve traditional native culture to the young people in these tribes. So, very excited. Uh, to donate and to learn more about CRF and this campaign, check out criticalrolefoundation.org. Yeah. <laughs> 
Long time. Long time, yeah, long time. Long time coming. I know. Like two two plus years in the making working on this yeah. thing. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, thank you so much, Ashley. Thank all of you for all the generosity and support that you've shown through the years that have uh, helped us even be further inspired to take this next step in doing good in the world together with you. So uh, yeah, go check out that stuff. Uh, and I think I think we're ready to jump into tonight's oh, episode oh, oh. of Put me in the Closet. Critical Role. Hey, everybody. Uh, Matthew Mercer and Omar here. I uh, wanted to let you know that. Oh, here, I'll hand this over to Marisha. There you go, buddy. Uh, let you know that we will not be having an episode next week on October 1st. Uh, we had some unexpected adulting to do. However, uh, do not worry. Everyone is healthy, happy, and safe. Um, but for all programming updates, please do check out. Uh, <laughs> All of our social media accounts or critroll.com slash newsletter to sign up for the newsletter. Uh, those will both be your easy bets. So anyway, love you guys very much, and we'll see you soon. Welcome back. So, last we left off, the Mighty Nine, after heading their way towards the capital of Rexentrum to meet up with Lady Vesterogna of the Cerberus Assembly, uh, you discovered that there was interest to the north, the region known as Isolcross, um, within the perspective of Vess, and she wished to hire you as both bodyguards and co-delvers within these apparently lost ruins of an ancient pre-Calamity mage city known as Aeor, to the frozen wastes in that way. You agreed to this, and upon exiting her tower, it seemed that another member of the assembly was aware of your presence, as a letter was sent to Bren, inviting him and his friends to dinner at the abode of Trent Ikathon. So you went, gathered some supplies, dressed to the nines, and showed up to his tower, where you had a very tense dinner with Trent and the two childhood trainees alongside Caleb as he grew up, Eadwulf and Astrid. This tension-laden dinner, well, the food was delicious, led to many conversations, some darker reveals, 
and some harsh truth from a caduceus to cap it off. So good. Um, but upon exiting, drinks were had, escaping to a nearby inn, and you were all brought to your chambers, uh, specifically going into one chamber that was rented by Caleb, who was assuring that there was a place to stay that would be comfortable. After paying to have a uh, piece of furniture, much like a closet of some kind, brought to the room, you prepared a spell, and briskly you watched as the space within this cupboard-like closet began to shimmy and then reveal the interior. And as you all step through, invited by Caleb into this space, tell them what they see. Uh, yeah, well, you know, um, we're all very familiar uh, with the limitations of our world, uh, but we've been to places where uh, those limitations become more malleable. And I have been working on something for all of you, so please, come in, welcome home. And as we uh, walk in, you look up and see that we are standing at the bottom of a tall, uh, almost cylindrical, uh, towering room. And all the walls, all nine of them, are vast stained glass windows with ornate designs. Um, these are the nine schools of magic. There, that's Dunamancy. You can see the dodecahedron at the center of that design. Uh, that one there uh, with um, Frumpkin in his various forms, that is Conjuration. Uh, this one up here with the, the scales, um, that is Transmutation, and so on and so forth. Uh, and I walk us forward uh, about 10 or 15 feet to a winding brass staircase that takes us up onto a tower about 10 feet in the air with a brass railing around it. And um, we are now standing uh, at the same height as at the bottom of the windows. And looking up, you can see to the top of the tower and 40 feet above us, there is uh, another hole, also nine-sided, and you can see through that beyond to more space. And way past that, you see another hole, nine-sided, and beyond that, it starts to get dimmer, but you can still see another hole and another hole. Yeah. There are nine floors. Shit. Follow me, please. And uh, Caleb steps forward into the center of this platform and begins to uh, just think up, just begins to <laughs> slowly rise up through the center of the room. He's levitating? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, come on, don't be shy. There's much to see. It's like Hogwarts with a broomstick. <laughs> I think I can. Oh. I think I can. I think I can. Can we all do that? This is weird. You just think it, and it is so, at least in here. Like, think anything or just the directions that we can Generally, move? up or down are the only ones that work, but okay. try anything. <laughs> I'll try and go up and spin as I'm going. Any happy little thoughts? Yeah, you watch as you slowly begin to corkscrew up. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, it's happening, it's happening. I'm going to go up and I'm going to act like I'm swimming, like in, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start trying to do a tuck and roll. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bump into the ceiling, it will have to be washed. You're moving at about the same rate you are familiar with when Featherfall is cast on you. Wow. 
so uh, as you uh, pass by all of these windows uh, and reach this uh, hole, you see just the barest bit of brass inside the lining of that hole, but pass through it. Uh, and um, as the last of uh, you come in, it's Caduceus, it's a uh, two, and uh, a brass metal iris closes around where we came from shutting it. Yeah. But we continue to float up a little bit, and now we're in another large chamber, not as tall as the first, but the same nine sides. And you see, um, uh, well, there are globules everywhere lighting up the room, uh, floating maybe five feet uh, off the floor all around uh, the chamber. This is a very large room, it's empty. Uh, and there is another ring of globules at the top, and you see on every wall, all nine sides, there are a beautiful uh, wooden um, Zemlin design uh, sliding doors, all closed. And in each of the corners, uh, at the floor level, are little um, wooden uh, holes or portcullises. And above those sliding doors are little almost like a wooden aqueduct built into the walls. Uh, little um, tracks moving around the room, some diagonal, some straight. No, 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 just like an aqueduct. Um, we can... can we roll, like, marbles down them? What is this for, Caleb? <clears throat> we'll get to that. But you can roll marbles down them, if you can reach them. I pull out a ball bearing. I think up! God damn it. I... <laughs> Will myself over. Up, up, up. Uh, you cannot. Uh, so, bearing. <laughs> so the room is much wider than the hole that we floated out of. So everyone is generally floating in an undefined invisible column in the center of this much wider space. This are is you, a large hole. Are you going to try and toss a ball bearing? Here, bless. <laughs> You're going to break the tower. <laughs> I'm trying to toss a ball bearing in the aqueduct. Definitely made for blood. Okay, go ahead and make a d20 roll. With a d4. Caleb! Yeah. Add a d4 and add your dexterity modifier. Ball. <laughs> oh boy. In shape, but. 15. 15? Yeah, it makes it roughly. Okay, so what would happen is that ball bearing would hit an aqueduct and we'd just hear that little slides down and goes down around, uh, hitting corners as it goes maybe to three corners and disappears into a hole. Oh. And then it comes out a hole on the floor level on the other side oh. and rolls off into the center of the room, hitting the brass, closed brass iris at the center of this floor. And we float up through. And we are now in a massive three-story library. <gasps> this is the salon. This is where we will spend uh, a lot of time together. It's uh, three levels of libraries with uh, steps, wooden spiraling steps going up in different places. It is not symmetrical. There are different areas on the, the floor level in here, not in the center because there is a hole. You would not put furniture in a hole. Uh, there are uh, chaise lounges and fainting couches and comfy chairs and a beautiful fireplace with a fire crackling in it already. And above the fireplace is a stained glass window. Uh, the length of the fireplace, and the glass is in uh, a pattern and color and design that immediately brings to mind uh, Molly Moxcoat. Oh. All around the room, you see on different levels other little 
uh, reading nooks and cozy corners. On the second floor, on one side, you see maps hanging from the wall and a large wooden table in the shape of the continent of Wildmount. Uh, there are globules floating around. Um, hidden amongst the lining of the, the library shelves are more of these wooden tracks. There are holes on the bottom level, the second level, the third level. What's it for? Also, do the books actually have anything in them, or are they blank books? Are they real books? They are real books. They're all books that I have read. Wow, you've read a lot of books. In your mind? Books you've read in your keen mind? Like they're just there? There may be some duplicates. It's a lot of books. (laughs) (laughs) But not many. Think of all the dicks I can draw. (laughs) (laughs) Caleb, this is... Stunning. How long have you been working on this? Who, me or Liam? Oh! <laughs> uh, both, <laughs> both, actually. Yeah. Liam for over a year. Wow. Um, uh, well, since, uh, since I was not able to stop the three of you from being taken from us, I have been working it out and, and, and one step at a time, you know. The dome is, I love the dome. We will still use the dome. I cannot always do this. This takes a lot of um, time and attention and, and focus. Uh, but I wanted to do better. Is it is it always here? I mean, with you? Like, does it disappear when we leave? Yeah, is it like your little amber? Do we have to steal this wardrobe? Yeah, do we need a closet? No, the, <laughs> the, the, the doorway to this, right now we are about one centimeter off of our current reality. Um, and it's, we're very, uh, it's funny, we're actually very small right now. It doesn't feel that way, but we are. Um, the doorway, as soon as I closed it behind us, uh, is invisible to the proprietors of uh, the inn. And if we are ever somewhere on the side of a mountain or at the beach, and I open the doorway there, it will remain there, usable only by us. And if I close the door, no one else will see it. So we have a tiny little place to hide. Usable only by us. No one could stumble upon it. <clears throat> Enter. Well, by accident. It's hard to. It would be difficult. It's yeah. not impossible. Can they be invited in? Or yeah. it's just okay. Yeah, they could be invited in. Holy shit. So we have bedrooms. Yeah, you do have bedrooms. Oh, Was that on the second floor on? with the doors? Uh, We're already we on the third floor. Third yeah. floor. Oh yeah. We can come back here later. It's very late, but I, this has been bouncing around the inside of my skull for such a long time. Come, come on. Okay. <laughs> up. <laughs> Floating up through. Uh, I love the idea of Ford and goes, just says it, up? I like say, that? I say, oh, backwards blast. Yeah. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I love it. Human form. I love it so much. <laughs> All right, so as the, the group um, levitates up out of the salon into uh, the what is the um, fifth floor, the lower bed chambers, we're in a very small uh, nine-sided room. I, in, this says N-E-I-N everywhere. It says nine, for what it's worth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're in a small uh, wooden chamber, nine sides, and on... Uh, split evenly amongst the nine sides, there are three doors. Don't pay this one any mind, this is a guest bedroom. Uh, 
Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Roll some dice. I think it's do I believe him? Do I believe <laughs> him? <laughs> 20. You don't know. <laughs> he opens the door, and inside you see uh, a very uh, nondescript um, a fireplace, cozy. Zemnian wooden uh, furniture and architecture. Mm. Again, there is a, a small um, side table next to the fireplace with a, a stack of five books on it. Um, several cozy chairs, uh, some uh, uh, water in a pitcher, um, and then a door leading into another section. You could inspect the entire guest chambers if you wish. No, that's okay, I'll just inspect my room. Good, that's where the bodies are. <laughs> <laughs> um, Caduceus, this one with the scarab beetle on the door is your room. Uh, please come in. It's a very tall door. <clears throat> it's uh, not it's that door. tall a door, oh. but the furniture is quite large in the next room. It is uh, more accommodating to your size than you're used to traveling with us for the most part. Um, in this room is another fireplace with a fire burning and a stained glass window. This one uh, depicting the story of clay, stone, and dust. On the left, beasts of the wild within a cavern of red and gold. At the center is a pool of water surrounded by caverns of crystal and plants and flowers growing about it all in glass. And at the right, a pool of fiery magma uh, within a cavern of obsidian. Yeah, but give us the details. <laughs> uh, furniture is simple, uh, wooden, furbold sized. Um, it is reminiscent, the furniture in this room, of your graveyard home mm. from the brief glimpse we had inside. Uh, there is a tea station in the corner, and that uh, pot is uh, endless boiling water. Fuck. Um, oh my gosh. I want to go back and re-describe my outfit that I was wearing last <laughs> day. <laughs> I push open uh, an inner door and we find another room. This room is um, doesn't seem like a room. It is filled with a, a, an eclectic assortment of fungi, um, crystal formations, ferns, so and fun other plants. There is it's a, um, party. A, a potted plant that is home to a small <laughs> colony of bioluminescent beetles that are crawling around what? on it now. Oh my god! Uh, and I push through, and within is a very large four-post bed. Uh, that is furbolg sized And there is a brass bathtub in here, and you can see steam rising off of uh, hot water in it. Oh, oh no. Can I have to do this room? No. <laughs> Just you wait. All right. Next, next, come, come. Hey. Happy birthday, everyone. Um, uh, he, uh, uh, Caleb leads everybody back into the uh, central chamber. Uh, oh, geez, don't fall. Two. And the iris goes and shuts. Two. Is this, Below us. is this like Star Wars land where some of the attractions aren't open yet? <laughs> <laughs> Come back in 2021. <laughs> um, there is uh, lilacs on uh, a door here, and that is yours, Yasha. Please come in. Um, this is your room. Uh, also a fireplace. Notice the theme. Uh, the stained glass above the fireplace uh, depicts the symbol of the Stormlord against a clouded background with gray and lavender flowers uh, along the bottom edge, hints of lightning, of course, always hidden in the clouds. This room is exploding with flowers. Uh, 
There are pressed flowers hanging on the walls. There are vases of flowers. There are potted plants there, everywhere. You cannot see the walls in here. You can only see a single door, which leads in here. Uh, this room is far emptier. There is a simple straw mat upon the floor, and the wall wrapping all around it is a very familiar sight to you and you. It is the mural that you painted for Yasha. But as we all sort of crowd in at the doorway and look at it, the, the, the flowers um, shift in the breeze just a little bit, just ever so slightly breathe. Come on. Here's your bedroom over here. More pressed flowers uh, surrounding the room. The bedding is reminiscent of Shahasian design. There is, uh, in addition to the same brass tub of steaming water and the four-post bed, there is um, a terrarium full of uh, insects, which are either for viewing or possibly snacks, depending <laughs> yeah. on what the... Uh, <laughs> Real quick, can, can I... There, yours for the, the, the taking. Oh. <laughs> Sweet and and a little spicy, a little you know, peppery kick at the end. <laughs> um, uh, come, come, come with me. Uh, lead us all back out into the uh, center of the uh, lower bedchambers, and I, I just leave you all. I just start hovering up into the next floor. Uh, up here are three doorways. Uh, on them is a small gate, an anchor, and the symbol of the cobalt soul. Um, <laughs> I push open the doorway to Ford's bedroom. Um, the stained glass above the fireplace warmly depicts a sailing vessel at sea. The walls of all three rooms are designed to look like the insides of a ship. There are porthole windows uh, spaced out all throughout the quarters, but the glass is thick and opaque. You can't really see through them. Oh, I should mention down below, maybe another time, we're moving too quickly. Um, <laughs> we don't have to be, really. <laughs> we'll take the whole game for this. Uh, really yeah, into it. I'm, I'm all of these rooms, ha uh, these, these sitting rooms that, that, that you've seen in all these rooms have the same little rounded table with a, a stack of five books on them. They are all the same five books, but um, Ford, uh, if you're paying attention, if you see your side table with the five books, you see peeking out from under it the, um, the, the same design from the altar top of Dashila's uh, briny lair, uh, just as a reminder. Um, uh, Thank you for that. Next, right, uh, uh, pushing open the inner doorway. Uh, uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> these rooms all, we enter into a sitting room and then there's a door to the right which leads into a, uh, unique room and then another door passed. So the, the quarters sort of curve around this nine-sided donut until it hits an end. So your center room is um, very uh, sparse. Uh, it is a meditation room for you. Uh, there is a, a mat laid out here as well. On the wall there is hanging a, an old yellowed map of the waters and islands of the Menagerie Coast. Uh, standing before the opposite wall is a stone statue of the Wild Mother, who is draped with um, curling ivy and vine around her growing. Uh, and through here is your bedroom. Um, there is a similar four-post bed, uh, the steaming uh, tub of brass, but there is also a, a hammock 
bolted into the uh, ceiling here, like you're accustomed to sleeping in uh, in your sailing yes, days. Yes. And look, Ford, there's a stack of two-pound weights for you to do your exercises with. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> you can get jacked later, Captain. Uh, Beauregard, let me show you your room. You press the button um, on the side. <laughs> uh, I push into the uh, doorway with the symbol of the cobalt uh, soul on it, and uh, we see another fireplace. And the stained glass above it is a picture of um, the Mighty Nine, standing with their backs to the viewer, uh, looking off into the hills and fields of the Empire. Uh, the same five uh, books on a uh, side table, comfortable furniture. Um, I push into the uh, middle room and uh, you see uh, mostly empty, but there is uh, sashes in uh, cobalt blue draped uh, around the room. There are three bow staffs uh, hanging uh, decoratively on one wall. Um, there is a, um, a polished wooden fighting post in one corner with blue bands wrapped around it. Uh, there is a writing desk and quills and a stack of blank paper for you. It's not perfect. The quality is just okay. <laughs> it's just. But it's serviceable. I, I've been through so many notebooks. It's appreciated. <clears throat> Here is your bedroom. Uh, Four-post bed, uh, all done in blue, of course. Same bathtub. Um, do me a favor. Lie down on the bed. We're all at the doorway. Go lie on the bed. Go lie on the bed. Be a good sport. <laughs> okay, there is a blue, uh, like, sash or rope hanging just above your shoulder there. Pull it down. Pull the rope! Uh, it actually slides forward. You are immediately <laughs> looking at yourself in a mirror uh, built into the roof of the four-post yeah. bed. <laughs> what? Whoa! Whoa! That is amazing! Whoa! <laughs> we are friends, you and I. <laughs> I go peek under the canopy. That's going to be useful. <laughs> Meet us outside in a minute. I'll push everyone out. You're my best friend, Caleb. Uh, <laughs> oh, we oh, out and up shoot. the floor. I was so excited. <laughs> Down. That's you. I'm the gate. You're the gate. That is the arch. Oh, it's an arch. I thought it was like a gate gate. No, it's the symbol hanging on your, awesome. on your chain. Okay, anyway, opening the door. Um, the uh, doorway, by the way, uh, and the one that leads uh, further in, um, have little uh, uh, gemstones um, sort of built into the sides of it, subtly reminiscent of the, the, the Traveler's Gate. Um, uh, 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 too much, too much, too much. Okay, so here we are, we're inside. Uh, fireplace crackling the stained glass uh, above your fire depicts the coastal cityscape of Nicodranus. The chateau visible and a small red figure on the balcony arm outstretched towards the water. Mama! Uh, the decor and furniture in, in this room 
is not Zemnian. It is uh, recreating the decor and design of the lavish chateau. Um, uh, uh, same five books. Uh, what are the books? I started yeah, looking at the books. Uh, of course, I'm going to ask. I'm looking at my own now. Tusk okay. Love. What is this book? Uh, what is this book? One of them is Tusk Love. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear, where'd they go? Where'd what they are my go? books this semester? What are all the ones that we've had? Uh, the Daring Trials and Tribulations. Uh, yeah, Tusk Love, yeah. you read The Courting of the Crick. Oh, yes. Uh, you find something called Der Katzenprinz. Uh, it looks to be some sort of illustrated Zemnian children's story. Uh, change and the potentials of transmutability. And uh, mm, uh, something that says, Die Waldhexe und andere Zemnische Volksmärchen. It's uh, children's fairy tales. Oh. The Vortex? Oh, it's the Vortex. <laughs> Hell yes. Um, Okay, so uh, Caleb. T- fairy tales, by the way, are dark. They are very dark. <laughs> <laughs> Kids get their thumbs chopped off and stuff. Only the lucky ones. <laughs> 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 That's all I wanted to say. Uh, yep. The green, long legged clipper man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the shears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Caleb pushes open the next doorway, and inside everybody sees a very well stocked art studio. There are paints and chalks and ink and lots of paper, still subpar but serviceable. There are painting easels and canvases uh, that sit waiting for creation. The walls in here are all blank. In fact, the room is pure white and ready to be uh, whatever you uh, choose to make it. Love it, Gayla, thank you. If I put the paintings in here, they'll stay when we leave? If you wish. Uh, there is also a, a small, uh, lovely side table in this room full of pastries and uh, a bowl of blueberries uh, in the corner. I will never get hungry while I'm painting. <laughs> uh, and then in here is your bedroom. Um, and as you walk in, you see you see almost a recreation of, of the bedroom that you just showed to all of us the night before, but it is more of an homage. It is more of an updated version uh, of your room. It has all the same elements, um, but this is, this is uh, uh, equal parts whimsy and elegance. Uh, there are uh, all the same shelves of books here. Uh, the, the colors of the spines uh, of the books look exactly as you remember. Um, the windows in this room match the windows in your old room, but since we are not in Nicodranus, they are actually all stained glass, recreating those views that you saw from your room. Um, there are a small selection of framed art pieces on the wall, walls, uh, mirroring a few of those, those bits of art on your wall. So there is one of a very early uh, sketch that you did framed in a wooden uh, portrait, and then one of the most detailed is there. There is also a portrait of your mother uh, uh, on the wall. Um, three lanterns hang about the room, illuminating it. And um, you too also have to look at, um, you see your canopy uh, bed, uh, and it is just as frilly, but again, it's a little more um, sumptuous and refined. Um, but I want you to, uh, just like Beauregard, you, it's not a mirror, lie down and uh, <laughs> look at the top. Hop, hop, hop. It's a picture of Beauregard. It's a picture <laughs> of Beauregard. <laughs> it's just an endless Beauregard looking at Beauregard, looking at Beauregard, looking at Beauregard, looking at Beauregard. <laughs> Wait a second, is this an actual live feed of Beauregard? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, it is the same painting 
that you did of Nicodranus, The Lighthouse and the Sea. But like in Yasha's room, the, uh, the painting is undulating ever so imperceptibly. And as you stare at it for a moment, you start to quietly hear sounds of the city Ooh. and of the ocean. Mm. A simple illusion. It's wonderful, thank you. One room left. Oh, yes! I can't wait. Yeah, come. But it's not on this floor, though. No, uh, we're I on I get the... my own floor? Almost, you have oh. to split it with me, oh, if that's, that's okay. <laughs> uh, and I lead them out and start to hover up. Up! And oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are um, three uh, doors here. One is just a, a simple wooden door. And then the other two, one, the wood is, is stained just a hint green, and the other one is stained just a hint, um, there's uh, uh, veins of amber running through the wood. Um, I push open the, the ever so slightly green door, and we see uh, a, another room where the furniture, most of it is uh, halfling-sized, much smaller. And uh, there are one or two chairs for, for, for people that uh, are as tall as Caduceus or Yasha, say. Um, the fireplace is stained glass, depicts three halflings uh, walking up a country road among wildflowers. Uh, it is very clearly you and your family. Love it. Uh, the furniture, as I said, all smaller. By the fire, there is the table with the books, but there's also an earthen container uh, holding a variety of walking sticks. <laughs> and uh, all around the room are glass bowls and little open jewelry boxes filled with either colorful um, gemstones, uh, but primarily buttons. Ooh, um, so many trinkets. Uh, there is, in the same direction, a door uh, that leads to your bedroom over there, but there is another door on the other oh. side. We'll get to that in a moment. Okay. I push through and you see a child's room full of toys, hobby horses, uh, stuffed dolls in various forms that Frumpkin can take, um, game boards, playing cards, lots of things that you can shoot because the boy is building a, a, a habit. Um, standing there going, help, no! I don't know where I am! There is a, a proper painting, oil painting of the Bernato family hanging on the wall. Uh, and as I push through into your bedroom, uh, another four post bed that is smaller than the rest. Uh, same tub, but uh, uh, Caleb runs over to the side of the bed and I pull out um, a, a sliding bed from under the first. Ooh. So, you like know. A trundle. Yes, so if he, if, if Luke is ever, you know, frightened and wants to be at your side, That's he great. can be here, but if you and Yez ever need some quiet time, well, he can sleep with all of his archery. Amazing. Could you add like a sex swing in here and a whole bunch of toys? Because I have a feeling that. Ford, yeah. you could lend her your sex swing. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be possible. Um, <laughs> unless, you know, everything just cleans itself every time we leave. <clears throat> it, it actually does. Oh, you <laughs> any time. <laughs> you just let me know. Um, Caleb, in a burst of energy, pushes back through the group and says, now this, this is uh, for you and me. And I push through the door on the other side of your sitting room and enter a large uh, uh, laboratory and study. Ooh. And there is a giant slate on the wall with chalk markings already on it. And there is a slate on the ground and there are tables for, uh, with uh, alchemical equipment and paper everywhere. Unfortunately, subpar with their quality again, but uh, <laughs> good, it's good paper. Um, this this is for 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 myself and for you, 
And for Yeza, if he wants to do any work here. This is incredible. What if I make a mistake, though, and, and create a bit of a, a blaze? Won't that affect all of your papers and, and your, your books and things? Well, the beauty about this place is that it is not exactly real. So, if you paint a dick on the wall and you're not that happy with it, or if you burn down your bed, when we come back again, they will all be here. And if you would rather have a sex swing instead of your bed, you will have a sex swing. <laughs> but if we want wants. to keep it here, we can keep it here. Yeah. Visual-wise. Mm -hmm. If you want anything different, if I have m missed anything, if I have um, guessed incorrectly at, at your, um, you know, your, 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 your passions or, or your tastes, then please let me know. You guessed perfectly. I mean, it seems very amazingly impressive. suited for us. Perfect. Where do we eat together? Oh! We oh. skipped a room, I was in <laughs> such a hurry. And we zoomed right past it. Um, I uh, start to lower down, and I believe I left a couple of those irises closed. So as we're going down, I say, Alf. Alf. And before the bedchambers, sorry, I'm so, Liam is so nervous. Uh, there is another small uh, wooden uh, nonagonal? Would it be non-agonal? Non-agonal? Non non-agonal? Uh, Another nine-sided yeah. uh, room. There is a single door in here, and I push it open, Oop. and we are looking into a large, um, almost pie-wedged uh, room, a shape, uh, where it just uh, spreads out to the sides, and there is a large dining table in front of a very large crackling fire. No stained glass here. There are buffet tables, side tables, piled high with food. Uh, already, um, uh, and there are doors, large swinging doors, on each side of this uh, pie-shaped room. But don't um, don't go in there too much. It's busy uh, back in there. I go in there. Follow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go left or right? <clears throat> to the door on the left or to, or to the Astral right? Astral Dreadnought. <laughs> Okay, so you walk into a large kitchen that smells instantly of baking and pastries and cakes and cupcakes and puddings and sugars, and there are cats everywhere. There are what? cats the size of tigers that are just large, uh, spectral amber cats, and one cat walks right past you, and on top of its tail is a tray of no. muffins, and it just walks right by, and little cats go running, and you see one cat go running up uh, at one of these wooden aqueduct slides, and then disappears into a hole in the wall. You walk into a, 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 a kitchen yourself, but in here there are roaring fires and large pots with the smells of vegetables and meats cooking in this room. And both of you, as you are, are being uh, taking in the sight of many, many cats and are they all cats of this. With food. hands, because how do they actually cook? <clears throat> do all the cats have people hands? <laughs> uh, you see another cat. Do they have buttholes? I will. <laughs> we will put it to the test. You see one of the larger cats, the tail wrap around a stove and just go and open Bugs. it up, and another tail. cat's tail pushes like a large 
almost like a wooden pizza uh, oven what? tray and pulls out loaves of bread <laughs> and then just maneuvers and carries it and, and rests nails? it down on the oh, table. Do these cats goodness. shed? Yeah, I don't think a health inspector would, <laughs> would like this very much. Just gonna close the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the wall, there's a large blue C. <laughs> if, I get my, if I get some Benadryl in my room, that would be great. I don't know what I expected. Caleb, but... <laughs> is this, is this Above or below our bedrooms? Like below. Bedroom. Below. Below. Okay. Could I have installed in my room like a little dummy elevator that can just send food directly up to my room if ever I'm hungry in the it's middle of the Already night? there. <laughs> um, uh, if you, when you return to your rooms uh, this evening to retire, uh, next to the fireplace there is a red rope pull. And uh, if you pull that, uh, it will uh, summon one of the smaller cats. And, uh, but you have to let them in. So there is a little uh, metal brass uh, doorway on the floor, and there's just a little latch. So you just open the latch and pull open the door, and the cat will bring you whatever that you ask it. Amazing. I love it. Wow. This is the best Brilliant. happy fun ball I've ever been yes. in. Yeah. Well, I learned a lot from that place, and this is probably one thousandth of the size of that, but, you know, live and learn. Can we open these irises, or do you have to show us around all the time? Like, um, uh, come back to the central chamber. Uh, it's uh, okay. So if you want to close it, you have to say um, two. Two. Yeah. And then it just went. Yeah. Auf. Auf, auf open and two. Yeah. Two. So, for instance, here, come with me, and Caleb just plummets <laughs> down through the holes, and I uh, lead us down to the, the, the second floor, which is the large, empty room. So this room, and I speak, start speaking presentationally and walking away from the center of the room, is very large, and you can do a great many things in here. For instance, if you want to have an archery contest, and I slide open two of the wooden doors, and you see what looks like uh, almost like a walk-in closet, but there are uh, targets lined up. Uh, and arrows hanging on the walls and bows. Or, forget that, and I shut the door, maybe you want to have a party, maybe we are going to have some people over and we want to show them a good time, and I open it up and you see stacked glasses of champagne in the same uh, space. So, none of this stuff can come with us out of here because it's not real, uh, but it's real here. <laughs> we should have brought trench. We leave real, real things in here, do they vanish or do they? You'd have, there's only one way to find out, I you, suppose. Well, I've never been in here before. <laughs> Me neither. I have, I have only thought about it a great deal, so I don't know. It would be an experiment. Huh. We'll find out. Yeah. Let's just leave one small thing that thing. that's not alive. Ooh, we'll leave we'll leave your your pet your pet in here. No. And that way, if, if it's if it's ejected at the end, <laughs> you said my it room had uh, three portholes, but I, I can't see anything uh, past the glass. And then you said there's something down below, but never mind. What's what, what were you talking about down yeah, when when we were in in my room about me? Something down below. Yeah, you mentioned there was a porthole and there was nothing beyond. Oh, just uh, just Ukatilla. just the view in in the entry hall. Gotcha. That's all. This whole place is. Um, is very slowly uh, turning. All the time? All of the time. It's very slow, though. And you said we're very, very small, about a centimeter from where we are in reality. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we can be influenced from the outside, can we? No. Okay. No, we are apart from reality until we walk through the door. Um, Why but are we tiny? Well, that's just part of the magic of it. <laughs> it. Does this place have a name? 
Uh, this is uh, Widogast's nascent nine-sided tower. Yeah! <laughs> Spell nascent, bitch. <laughs> it is. I don't, I'll have to read it because I it can't remember. Have, it would have more of an alliteration if it were not nascent nine-sided tower. Oh, I'm just saying. Then you would have to create it, wouldn't you? <laughs> N-A-S-C-E-N-T. I'm not uh, writing that down. <clears throat> that's fine. Widogast's nascent nine-sided tower. The only drawback is mm. there's only one bathroom. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> one bathroom, one sink. Uh, yep. <clears throat> Anytime we have to pee, we just uh, have to think about there being a toilet and there will be one. Mm. Right? Or, well, there is a chamber pot in your room, but if you want to come down here and open one of these closets, yeah, you could. <laughs> oh, that's good. If you wanted if you to pee in a tuba, you just <laughs> hope for a tuba. Yeah. <laughs> in tubas. <laughs> well, this is incredible. Anyway, uh, yeah. The, this the, is amazing, Caleb. Amazing. Well, y you are all amazing. And um, it wasn't that long ago that I would have trouble admitting that, but I would not be here without you people. And I, I value you. And there's not much I can do. I cannot do a push-up like this one does. I do not know anything about horticulture. I couldn't find my way around the ocean. I don't have an ounce of your uh, flair and creativity. Obviously, yes, you do. Because mm. you just made it. Uh, yeah. yeah. So come up with something else that I do that's cool, because you just took mine. You're hilarious. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I could not scare the ever-living shit out of people the way you do. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> you just have the bugs in your pocket. <laughs> And you are my best friend, so. It's going to be so fun to romp around this place with all of you. Are the walls thick? Can you can you hear through the walls? Okay. So it's a, val it's just a valid question. Just calm down a little. I just, we just, just got sure. here. Well, the outer walls, the there is nothing outside of them except for a pocket dimension, but if you're speaking about your bedroom, I believe they will suffice. And if you would like, the next time I create this, I can line your walls with lead or cotton or, you know. Or that soundproofing Excellent. stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good to know. Some of that uh, egg crate stuff mm -hmm. that they had at the VO community. Oh, right. Yes, yeah. they oh. did. <laughs> you said this so costs you a great deal. It requires focus. Well, it's it's it's... I can either whisk us from one side of the planet to the other, or I can bring this into existence. Oh, it, it, it costs magic, but you don't have to spend a thousand no. gold every time we come home or anything. No, just the man hours it took me uh, conceiving of it, but no. It was worth it. It's so excellent. Mm. Yeah, this wow. is incredible. Well, should we have uh, cat dinner and, and retire for the evening? Well, we... We'd, it would be second dinners, but we could have a drink. What did we uh, already eat? We with with uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That was today. Yeah. 
Let's go to the salon. We didn't really eat. Most of us there, didn't there's eat a there. No, there's a spa. <laughs> I, I didn't eat. Anything yeah, that you would like. Sure. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, let's pass the salon. We'll go to dinner. And I didn't get dessert, you know. We had steak, but what is steak without I the cake? Was, I almost asked him about dessert, but I feel like, you know, I didn't want we to We overstayed longer. our welcome. Absolutely. Oh, dessert in a doggy bag would have been a great. That would I have that would have been amazing. Brilliant wizard, didn't think about a doggy bag. <laughs> <laughs> really mad I didn't try that steak. Not so smart. It's okay, but you can try it here. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. we can think about exactly oh, yeah. the flavor. And we that can recreate it. All the cats to make you up a steak. I'm sure they're great cooks. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so um, we all sit at that table then, the large table in the, on the dining level, which mm. is in the giant pie-shaped, it's one piece of the nine-sided uh, shape of the tower. Um, and I pick up a, a little bell, and uh, streams of amber cats come running into the room, <laughs> and <laughs> no, they are, they are. Hypoallergenic? Um, they are, they are fae. Um, and all, the table on both sides has little um, little corgi ramps up the side, oh. so the cats just pip 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 pip, and <laughs> amongst the plates and the beautiful goblets around us, there are little orange tails just walking around. Are the are the, are the cats in formal wear? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, they are not dressed. Next up, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Do any of them play instruments? Um. Uh, Methuselah. Methuselah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Do they have buttholes? <laughs> How else can they play the tuba? <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Methuselah, bring your violin and your butthole. Where's Mr. Mistopheles? <laughs> one for the buttons, oh. one for the crown. Uh, he's near. He's further back in. That's a cat's character, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Magical mystery. We still. We need. Wait. Wait. <clears throat> mm, trying to think the name of the one. Rum tum. Rum tum. Rum tum. Rum tum. Rum tum. That's quite a name. Yeah. It's a lot of the cat's experience. That's quite a name. Skimble Shanks, the railway cat. So, <laughs> a larger, um, a larger amber cat that is the size of a tiger, and a smaller one walking in together. And the larger cat's tail is carrying a a violin, and the uh, smaller cat is carrying the bow. And they stand next to Yasha, and the larger cat's tail extends out and holds the violin, and the smaller one's tail goes up and starts playing the violin that the other is holding. <laughs> and you can see a, a small um, fairy butthole uh, on the smaller cat as it plays. Yes, I'm feeling they time. play much better than I do <laughs> <laughs> with my low. Um, uh, I bet they'll follow your lead. That's true. If you want to join them, throwing some hot. Shanks, I believe we want. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> weird. He's, he's 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 been in prison. <laughs> I believe we would like dessert. <laughs> I really could I could I um ever since I I had them on 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 the boat could I just get um a, some pancakes <clears throat> just like a stack of them oh. Oh! <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Oh man! We are in the group. Uh, Yasha, as you as you say that to Caleb, there is a cat right in front of you, and you hear, you hear it go, and it just runs off the table, 
and disappears uh, into a hole in the wall. And 30 seconds later, the double doors open up and that cat and three others behind it come out with little plates of pancakes uh, held impossibly on a curved tail. And they walk up the little um, corgi ramp Mm -hmm. onto the table and set them down in front of you. And they had a feeling about you. So there are pancakes in front of you as well. Um, uh, uh, Kitty cats. Do I talk to you when I address the cats? Kitty cats? If Who do I talk to? It's up to? to you, whatever you are comfortable with, Boric. <laughs> I request to the cats some of, um, some lionette wine. Some lionette wine. Can they do that? Here, I, I hand them a little sample. <laughs> recreate that. You're going to recreate that. <laughs> I want to see what they can do. The cat tail, uh, again, like almost like an octopus's uh, tentacle, just the cat tail wraps around it, mm-hmm. and it's lifted, and that cat runs off the table and disappears, and then a little, almost like uh, a, a, a triangle pyramid of bowling pins, <laughs> ten cats come in with wine bottles, and uh, and then another ten come in with uh, uh, wine glasses, because these are, this is for um, cocktails. So uh, wine starts to be poured from cats uh, in front of everyone. varieties from that one sample. Oh wow! It's complicated flavor. It's none of it will. Flavor. None of it will be here in the morning. Uh, also, you will notice um, the <laughs> clocks on the walls in here, uh, and you're seeing them for the first time. Those are on every floor and in your chambers. They are beautiful, uh, little sort of um, uh, uh, whimsical clockwork um, uh, clocks where there is a sun and a moon, and it is the. It shows the time. Uh, in the location where we left. So if we came here in the dead of night, uh, as you can see, the moon is uh, on high on the clock, and we will be able to easily keep track. I mean, for me, I don't need it, but for you, uh, you can remember how long we've been here. I was going to ask, does time move the same way in here? Is is time relative? I I believe it is relative, but the clocks are um, uh, locked to the uh, the material plane mm. we are familiar with. So if things, if we are here, it should the time should move at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not like the happy fun ball. <clears throat> no, I mean that is. I might uh, pour over books my entire life and not achieve that. Mm. Oh, is is there a time limit too? Ah, uh, yeah, twenty four hours. Oh right. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. That's a good amount of time. That's great. Yeah. <clears throat> Take some bugs out of my pocket and start pulling off legs and things and <laughs> sprinkling it on top of the pancakes. <laughs> putting can I chips have in one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Yasha, can I have one of those bugs? Oh. I don't know if I've ever tried one. Oh, you're gonna love it. Okay. It's like putting bacon on on something. Oh, really? It's salty and everything. Bacon makes kick. everything better. Napoleon, yeah. give me your wasps. <laughs> Tina, come get some ham. <laughs> Good, you like right. it? It's pretty fucking great. Yeah, right? I didn't know it was going to have like a creamy cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With something like, sweet? Yeah. Mm. It's a good combo. Mm-mm-mm. It gets a little in your teeth. Okay. It gets a little scaly. Yeah. It's not bad, though. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Slimy? Good. You really got Satisfying. <laughs> oh. Only if you don't cook. May, may I try one? Yes. Uh, a cat just scoops it out of your hand with its tail and runs oh. it over to me. 
<laughs> yeah. Mm. It's a, it takes a while to get used to, but it's very high in protein. It did not stop moving. Yeah, sometimes the, the legs, part. Yeah. they'll kind of try and fight you. Maybe Every I should have de-legged it first, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah thanks pretty good, too. Well, this uh, is amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing, Caleb. You get a good night's sleep in here. Yeah. And, and you know, obviously it will not work always, but... I, I, I designed it so that you could bring your family I, I when gathered, it makes sense. I gathered that, and I, as long as they won't be, you know, kicked out of it when we leave, it's perfect. I can have them close at hand. Well, they cannot, no. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure if they can stay in here when we leave it. It would just be for when it is safe mm -hmm. to use. Well, all the time that we're here in Rexentrum and renting the room, uh, I, I thought that maybe they could stay with us for the week. Absolutely, long stretches like this are perfect. Yeah, and Zadash, we can take them and this to Zadash. Perfect. Yes, it's it's awesome. We should gather them soon. Wait, are we going to Zadash? We talked about it. Mm. Like mm -hmm. tomorrow? Mm. I thought so. We were going to visit the gentleman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe do a little. Pumat uh, mm -hmm. drive through. Yeah. I have a, something I'd like <laughs> to get possibly. Yeah. What was that? I'd, I'd like to visit Pumat's and see if we can get a lead on Eyes of Nine. Yeah. 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 Well, then let's get some sleep and head out. Up. <laughs> oh, you have to be in the center of the tower, Chester. She was just saying what she wants to watch on TV tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so voice control it is good. Can I can I ride the dummy waiter mm. in the room? <laughs> I love I love that you call them dummy waiters. Uh -huh. <laughs> Not just you might be able to on a oh. <laughs> on a different night if I uh, shrink you. Whoops. Uh, or you could wait, and I'd I suppose I'd have to be the I size could, of a cat. I could you reconceive could into a cat. Th that's true. And oh, you could polymorph into a cat and run around all those cool ramps. Oh shit! <gasps> I do that. Right now, yes. Chester is this tiny little cat. <laughs> I'm blue. All the other cats yes. go wild. <laughs> 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 They're like. Like a school of fish, there are amber cats all around the blue cat. <laughs> are you are you making a beeline for one of those holes? Yes. Okay. Um, they are are dimly lit from the inside, and um, you enter one, and it takes you up uh, an incline, and you we see this blue cat r running around the close to the ceiling in this room, up, disappears into a hole, comes out another one, goes down a ramp and disappears. You uh, find yourself in the other kitchen now with uh, 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 with more savory foods and vegetables and meats cooking, and uh, you go past into another hole and enter a chamber that uh, you have not seen before, and in here, the, the aqueduct-like uh, aqueduct um, structure is very complex and everywhere, and there are uh, ribbons hanging all over the room with bells 
hanging from them. And there are little cats. That, uh, you are in the CPU of my home. And there are uh, cats moving in all directions, going up, going down, going left, going right. You pop out, go through a hole on the other side, and you find yourself in the bakery again on the other side. Downton Abbey, there's drama happening back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You follow a ramp down and cats. find yourself running along the, the top track inside the large uh, empty chamber that is below here. Uh, if you continue to go, you can uh, reach every place in here except for the bedrooms because you need to be admitted by the occupant. Okay. What about the guest room? Uh, I mean, you can go check. Holy <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been fun. here or if you know how to get there. But nope, I'm just gonna get completely lost for the next hour that I am a cat. <laughs> and you do, you get extremely lost. <laughs> cool. <What laughs> Wherever I end up at the end of the hour, I guess I'll just bail back to me and wander. An about. hour later, you are running along a track and go boom and find yourself hanging uh, between the windows for dunamancy and abjuration. Uh, 20 feet above the uh, the floor of the entry hall. Out of four. <laughs> Up. <laughs> Doesn't work the on the wall. The Up, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're in trouble. Oh no! Take the damage, you dumb cat. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um. call, call for help. <laughs> Just stay help. there all night. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else feels like super full and tired and going off their <laughs> respective rooms to sleep for the night. I wonder how just <laughs> um, You notice after a minute of this that uh, about 100 amber cats have joined in a massive uh, clump underneath you, 20 feet down. Okay, they are kind you. of piling on top of each other, World War uh, Z yeah. style. <laughs> beneath you. Thank you, cats. I'm going to let go now. I'm going to kill them. <laughs> Several of them just go. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. What he does break your fall. <laughs> no! Oh. You killed the no. cats no. in your no. first day. Yeah, they'll regenerate oh, the first next time. day. cats! They got nine lives. Feel like me, six non existence is torture. <laughs> I'll no, to the center of the room and say, up. Do eternity. Elf! Fish king crab. Elf! <laughs> yeah. Being Elf an amber cat in his magic tower. Yeah, I'm trying to get up to my room. <laughs> Hard line. Oh, that's the easiest hour I've ever had a dungeon master. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An hour. That was awesome. Uh, beautiful. Right. Is everyone going to bed? Is that what happened? So. Oh. Yeah, we have so, stuff yeah. to do. <sighs> Okay, well, the last thing then, mm. uh, and, and Caleb would have gone and maybe hung out in the salon for, for a while, waiting till everyone went to bed, and he, when he heard the cats explode down below, <laughs> he knew that Jester was on her way to bed, and uh, he would have waited another hour beyond that, just leafing through a book, and once the uh, tower was still, uh, he would walk uh, into the center of the tower and start to levitate up, uh, past the um, the dining level, past the lower uh, bedrooms, the middle bedrooms, the upper bedrooms, and uh, once he is in the small chamber uh, where uh, Veth and uh, Caleb's rooms are, he looks up and says, Fort doch nicht vergessen, and uh, a brass iris opens, 
and he floats up in there and says, Tsu, and uh, looks around the uh, small, uh, well, medium-sized wooden room that he's in with the nine doors in it, and counts and says, Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs. And he opens it and walks into a, a, a large, uh, surprisingly large uh, stone room, shabby uh, looking, and there are three um, wooden chairs spread out uh, with leather straps uh, hanging off of them, and uh, there is uh, an old crusted over metal rolling tray with uh, some tools sitting on it, and green, gritty dust on it, and, uh, and, and matted, uh, disgusting hay in one corner, and um, uh, he walks forward and sits down in the middle wooden chair. There are torches uh, hanging on the wall, illuminating it in here. about their dinner and just sits there for a long time and eventually falls asleep. Okay. One of the best nights of rest you've all gotten in quite some time. And eventually... Stays up pretty late as well. Stay up pretty late in as well. her room, just pouring through notes. You got it. And meditating on past conversations. Okay. Borderline obsessively. Okay. Before passing out. Book's still open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jester calls a bunch of the cats to her room so she can snuggle in a bed full of cats. <laughs> as she There's no argument there. <laughs> all righty. So, one by one, you all come to consciousness the following morning and make your way down for what you assume breakfast uh, would be prepared. Um, Probably the latest to join would be Beauregard and Caleb. But eventually you all do have your meals prepared by a plethora of magical fey cats of all sizes. It's, it is the, the, the greatest of monster hunter dreams here. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, uh, could, could I uh, give a small request, critique? The hammock was amazing. Could you make it? Sway as if I was in a, a boat. It was the only thing that was missing. Yeah, easy, easy. Thank you. Otherwise, brilliant, brilliant. So, what's step one today? Are we bringing your family with us to if, Zadash? If you have the magic to do it, I do. Then wow. yes, but I don't want to hold everyone up. Maybe. I mean, do we have to go back to Nicodranas first and then to Zadash? Is that how that works? Uh, oh, they're in Nicodranas still, right? Yes. Yeah, that's true. So either we need to uh, rely on the hospitality of Yusa to use his circle, and then we can go straight away to Zadash because I can take us there, or if I take us uh, to your mother's or to your house, then we would have to wait a day before we could go. Let's go through Yusa and... Start our journey. Yeah, let's get it. Keep it quick. Yeah. Okay. I feel like with the the reserve, we can, you know, you can 
swing your bow staff around, but maybe for you, so we should just to let him know that we're coming. Just oh, the... yes, I'm going to. Sorry, I was looking at my spells. Um, yes, I'm sending a message to you, sir. We're just there, coming back through. Don't worry, passing through. Be right out of your hair. Okay. Also, <laughs> I've missed you dearly, and I'm okay with you not. <laughs> not. <laughs> Very well, but I would appreciate not turning my living space into a travel nexus. Absolutely well. <laughs> <laughs> Happening. He doesn't want us to make his house like a travel nexus, but the thing that I'm thinking is we gave him a happy fun ball, which he's oh, obsessed with. Exactly. So I think it's an even yeah. trade off. Have, yeah. have we talked to him about uh, our current current uh, predicament? With uh, we have mentioned the eyes of nine to him. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have much to say. Didn't about have it. much to say yet. Okay. He said he'd look into it. So, well, maybe he has news. Less than 24 hours later. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Here we go. Okay. Oh, wait, do we have no. to leave your house? We do. We okay. need to go back to our hotel. Okay, wait. I'm going to Down. take out one of the little statues <laughs> of the traveler that I had left. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to sit it in the middle of the floor before we leave. Mm -hmm. Just to see if just it'll stay. Good sure. idea. Okay. All right. So it's, it's in. Oh, um, mittens. Don't clean that up. Uh, tell the others it. we would like it to remain for our return. He's a good boy. God. I know, he slept with me last night. <laughs> Love you, mittens. <laughs> Make my eyes itch. Alrighty. <clears throat> so you all exit the cupboard? Yes, we will have to descend through the tower down to the entry hall. I feel like you're like actually no, I just am. talking about it. No. Just talking yeah. about it. I'm still allergic to cats. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Just going to sleep here every night. No, don't do that. <laughs> they crawl all over your food. <laughs> sleep on your oh, pillow. Yep. One's on your face when you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> that happened. Went to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> when you shave and you reach for a towel, it's a cat. Same <laughs> <laughs> with toilet paper. It's not a loofah. <laughs> it's not a loofah. <laughs> okay, so if we descend through the tower, down to the platform, land on that platform, descend down the curving brass stairs, and then walk to the door, uh, once I open it, we see this uh, small, uh, dingy little uh, oh, inn room. It actually smells worse in this closet now than it did last night. <laughs> All right, everybody, be good boys, and I walk out the door. Okay. Uh, yes, we join. Yeah. One by one, you all step back into the extremely meager uh, inn chamber that you had rented for the night, one of many. Mm. Um, I think on the way out, I will pay in advance for the week for all nine of the rooms, if they're available. Uh, there's no argument there at all. Okay. <laughs> Say, oh, yes, of course, whatever you'd like. Okay. Uh, that'll be for a week, bulk up front. I'd put it 10 gold solid. Easily. Don't forget the wardrobe rental fee. Oh. 11 gold. All right. <laughs> I was going to throw it in, but thank you. <clears throat> Uh, 
I meet everybody back upstairs in the in the room, and then I start to draw the circle. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Aren't we going? Yeah, but where's the dick? Did it stay in the the thing, or did it get bumped out? Have you canceled? No, I have not done it yet. yet. So oh. Nothing yet. Okay. Well, are we all ready to go? Does anyone need to go inside and use a chimp apart to take no, a bath no, or make some tea? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I drop the spell. All right. As you drop the spell, the shimmering vanishes, and you hear, and you look, and your statuette has been ejected from the space. We can't leave things there. Well, they, they don't like implode or anything, so that's, that's a good, good. sign. Yeah. If you accidentally forget someone in there or something like that, so yes, it's good okay. that we did not start with with Luke and see what <laughs> yes. happens. <laughs> oh, he's inside out. Yeah, he's just like the fly. <laughs> and then it exploded. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I do start to draw the circle to get us to Yusa's tower. All right. Speak now, if I ever hold your peace. Do it. You complete the ritual. You watch as the circle of glyphs alights. You all rush in one after another and reappear in the darkened interior stone chamber in the center of Type Peak Tower. There, the door is already open, and you see Wensforth, the, the goblin servant uh, of Ayusa, uh, is already there waiting. Goes, ah, and just gestures to the stairs that lead further down. Um, I, I don't know if this is gauche or not, but please, please accept this. And I hand him two platinum. He mm-hmm. takes it. Oh, not gauche at all. <laughs> Puts it in his pocket. Sorry for the consistent trouble. Oh, doesn't bother me. Okay. <clears throat> um, leads you back to the base area of the tower, between the furniture and, and the kind of central seating arrangement, and out into the warm, mid, late morning air, actually, uh, of the Nicodrana streets. So, the city is yours. What would you like to do? I think we'd, well, for, for me, we'd, I'm just going to rush back. Tell tell Luke and Yeza to you know pack a quick bag and just get get ready to go. Yeah, we just yeah. head on out. Yeah, is just like oh, uh, we're we're going to just a quick trip. Remember, I told you this was a possibility. Right, right. Well, it's happening. Okay, right to to Zadash. You said to Zadash and points unknown. Oh wow! Oh, I'm so excited to travel with you and see oh see all this firsthand. Yeah. Uh, will Luke, be okay to come with? Yeah, yeah. We're not going to do anything dangerous. You'll always be safe. Okay. Yeah. And Luke goes, Aww. Well, you know, it's always a little dangerous whenever you travel. Okay. He's just like, or he's like, yes, he's like, mm. <laughs> And he starts packing his bag. They get their stuff together. Uh, <laughs> as he gets his bag, he's like, all right, ready. Luke? Luke goes, ch <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, put that back. Um, but you do. Not you got the ESA approved. Mm-hmm. Can't get through the portal with that. Uh, the list. <laughs> I know. So, I know. Yeah, yeah. Laugh it up. <laughs> I need to confiscate that. Love the show, though. Yeah. Uh, that will never not be funny. No, no. Um, no, never. <laughs> You can only, you can, you're almost off the list now, right? No. Uh, no? Oh, buddy. Another year or two. Another year or two? Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Um, but you regather yourselves and you are ready for the next leg of your journey. Okay, so over. Uh, in the courtyard of uh, Beth's home, I kneel down, uh, gather around, gather around. I kneel down in front of Luke and I place my hand on his shoulder and I say, Luke, here is the fastest you've ever traveled. Um, 
We were on a cart once and went really fast. Okay. It got stung in the butt. That must have smarted. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> Do me a favor and keep your eye on your house. And I mutter three words and we're gone. <laughs> As you all emerge uh, in the base of the Zadash archive of the Cobalt Soul, um, Luke goes, Whoa! Did we die? <laughs> no, no, no. No, yes. no, no. Maybe. Uh, no, Caleb just magically transported us across the continent. That's so cool. Yes, it's like, oh. <laughs> okay, well, uh, wow, have, and where are we? It's a dash in the Cobalt Soul. That's really, that's really well done. I'm, I'm impressed. Do they have a children's section here? Yeah, of course they do. All right. Maybe. You should see some of the Zimnian fairy tales. They're bananas. <laughs> Check out a few books on the way out. Yeah. That'll, that'll put some hair on the boy's chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a, a brief bit of confusion, as there was no forewarning necessarily of the arrival. Ah, uh, shit. Sorry, guys. And you, you envision there's somewhere in the in the file about Beauregard Lionette. There's just this long series of like write-ups for like for each time this happens. They're minor, but they add up over time. Uh, but you're fine. <laughs> Wait, where is that infraction list? Oh, you imagine it somewhere. Oh, well, okay. You don't see it. They don't have like, hey, look at your infraction list. Like on the on the board. board. Yeah. Right. It's like a bunch of names and the it's been ass line. Yeah. It's been ten. <laughs> Zero days since Beauregard <laughs> arrived and announced. <laughs> uh, Another lionette surprise inspection. Yeah. Exactly. But you do uh, emerge back in the familiar, somewhat gray Zemnian skies over Zadash, a city you haven't really been to in a, quite a bit of time. Um, it is a village that is familiar to both Luke and Yeza, though they haven't traveled here in quite some time. They spent most of their life in, in Felderwin, but it is close enough to home where there is kind of like a <sighs> a bit of a, a smile. As much as they've enjoyed Nicodronus, you get the air that it is nice to have some semblance of home for a bit. Um, but you arrive here in Zadash. Where are you off to? Oh boy. Should we go, should we go to Pumat's We should go to place? Pumat's. Yes. Oh, I bet Luke would love Pumat's yeah. place. Sure. Uh, you guys go ahead. I'm, I'm going to stay here and ask a few more questions. I'll. Um, do, what about the eyes of night? Yeah, yeah. I think I've been using the word, the wrong words. I think. Hmm? I think I know what to ask about. So, I, I'll, I'll fill you in a second. Let me, uh, let me ask some questions. Make sure I'm sure. If they don't have anything, mm -hmm. my theory stands. <laughs> Just find out who has access to, to like the inventory. Well, I, I asked about that. Oh. You're talking about the. Uh, like if Wait, someone scrubbed the library of these books. I have some thoughts. Okay, okay. I'll follow up. May I? Uh, that it's not possible. I have some thoughts. Sorry. I have some thoughts. May I assist you? Sure. Yeah. Yasha, you want to stay or you want to check in on Puma? I kind of want to stay. I kind of want to compare notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You knew Molly better than anybody, and I think. Yeah, I would I love think to he help. Was wrapped up in some shit. I would love okay. to help. Jester, would you do me a favor if there is anything uh, interesting uh, at Pumats that you think is up my alley? Would you let me know about it? Of 
course, I, I can send you a message. Do you want to just give me some money so I can buy it for you? I uh, give Jester all my money. <laughs> oh, it's like 50 gold. It's more than 50 gold. <laughs> uh, 50 gold, 10 silver. It is 183 platinum. Ooh. You don't have to spend it, but you know, if the right. If I thing see any really cool paper. I'm, I'm good with paper for now. I mean hmm. something unique. Okay. 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 <clears throat> so you both are staying. Yeah, uh, Yasha, you're staying as well. Or you're going. Yeah. Three. Yeah. yeah. All right. The three of you are staying. All right. Um, after the the rest of the group leaves out, and you begin kind of asking around, and getting some some questions, uh, you hear a familiar voice uh, go. <clears throat> Is it Byron? Or is it Xenoth? Uh, no, it's Xenoth. Ah, Xenoth. Expositive Beauregard, it has been some time. It has. I've heard you arrived and announced but a short time ago. Well, happy to have you again. Yep, like always, mm-hmm. unannounced. Well, do you need anything? I do. A lot of stuff. All right. I start opening up all of my notebooks, uh, uh, slamming them down. <laughs> He's like, ah, uh, right. Um, so our, our resources are yours, of course. Mm-hmm. Expositor. I need you to find anything about the Eyes of Nine, but you're probably not going to find anything about that. So I need you to research a surname of Nonagon and maybe a cult wrapped around that. Maybe it's a cult uh, oh, named Nonagon. And then also, if we have any records of a group named the Tomb Takers. All right, uh, well. And uh, you uh, might come across someone's name, uh, Lucian Nonagon. Any records all right. we have around Lucian, but I think, you, I think you should start with the Nonagon thing. Okay, well, there, there was uh, uh, the uh, Herald Udalafon did put in a request about a day ago to look into this Eyes of Nine across all of the archives. Uh-huh. Um, so that, that, that has been, uh, it was in the process of research. Anything? Nothing yet that I know. Ah, you're useless. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else? We'll look into the other items for the moment. Okay. Anything else you require? Do you need help with that? I mean. You're welcome to research if you'd like. But you seem like you are giving orders as opposed to asking for aid. Pull some books. We're going to take a little, an hour or so. All right. Well, we'll meet you in the main study. We'll make some space. Thank you. Of course. Good seeing you. <laughs> Good seeing, seeing you too. And he wanders off to gather a few other uh, archivists to begin pulling tomes and books that seem to. Uh, that could possibly correlate to what you're requesting. All right. And so the three of you are doing some research while you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, who is helming to research what? Or who wants to begin their research? You so, are the detective. I will assist you. So what specifically are you looking into, Beauregard? I want to see if there's any records of a cult or some sort of order that's related to Nonagon. Go make an investigation check for me. With 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 a, with a little, little sisties. If you'd like to. Yes. That's All right. right. Okay. You said investigation, man. Yes. Okay. Uh, Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. Not too bad. I mean, okay. the term nonagon is like a a 
reference to some sort of a nine-sided shape, whether it be walls or a geometric design, uh, you find that. Um, but there's nothing in particular about any, an individual or a, a historical record of anything beyond that particular usage that you find. Anything about the Tomb Takers? Do you want to check on that as well? Mm -hmm. Go ahead and make a roll there. Same. Yeah, we're just bringing you books and finding passages oh, that are relevant. Oh my god, thank god you're assisting me. One of those was a natural one. Uh, 19. 19. There is a vague reference to a tomb takers, or a tomb, uh, a, a group that has a title similar to that, um, out of Shady Creek Run. Okay. Uh, tr seem to be active for roughly four to five years, but. Four to five years? Okay. But then hasn't been active for. Two years, about two years, and so um, the the of all the notes that you find that compiling on it, it's loose notes. It's more of like individuals have just kept note of it. They haven't done anything of significance to really catch any detailed archivists' interest to keep cataloging anything beyond that they existed, the kind of work they did, and the general demeanor seeming to be. What kind of work did they do? Uh, mercenary work of whatever was was necessary. Um. A lot of it was just uh, acquisitions of things needed unlawfully, some thieving, some uh, bodyguarding. Uh, they were hired a number of expeditions into uh, the ruins of Malayasmar, into some other. Any any records of who they worked for, of who contracted them? No, there were, the only people that would keep records of that would be them. And most of what's recorded here is recorded through hearsay or through inquiring and paying individuals for the information they had. Um, but since they worked largely out of Shady Creek Run and the archive has absolutely no uh, power there, what information they do have here is pretty scattershot. I think Vesteragna hired them. I just, I know, I know they did. Well, she fits the uh, description. Uh-huh. I think he got wrapped up in whatever she wants, whatever her goals are, and I think Molly, hmm. I don't know. I think, I, I think he got looped into something weird. Yeah, and maybe the question is, uh, is she solely uh, in this arms race, as it were, with the dynasty to see what, uh, um, power or artifacts are, are hidden there, or does she have some sort of longer-term goal that she is not discussing with us? Yes. I think both. How do we broach it? Straight on, or do we try to suss it out? I was thinking of something that I don't know if I'm if I'm crazy or this was a thing, but remember when we saw I think we were talking to Cree because my notes are kind of weird. Um, and something with that ritual I feel like she said or somebody said that he he was trying to reach the city. Yes. 
Yes. So, and then what I have in my notes, and I start like frantically pointing at my notes, Yasha, that the ritual, it, it went wrong. It went really right. bad, and and Lucian instructed them to, to scatter if anything went wrong. And, and then I remember her mentioning something about uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hang on. <laughs> um, <laughs> sounds like keep going, keep going, it's good. You're doing great, you're doing great. Uh, uh, um, shit, shit. I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh. Everyone was going to scatter if things went wrong. Things went wrong. Things went bad, and that they were running mm-hmm. from a spell slinger from, um, uh, uh, hang on, from the Capitol. Oh. Mm-hmm. Who wanted the book. What book? They, they had a book, I'm some sort there. of ritual. Uh, you're right, you're not there. What book? That was probably the, what they used for the ritual? The ritual, yes, whatever ritual book. It went wrong. There's two motherfuckers, right? <laughs> and, and, and she was coming after him, they, and they, they ran from it. Whatever it was, they were talking about running from a book. And then, and then Molly said something about, uh, uh, you don't want to mess with that book. It only brought me trouble. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to dissuade Cree from reaching out to all of their former contacts. Because Cree was also like, oh, we can still reach out to like all of our old buddies, and Molly was like, nah, because Molly didn't want anything to do with any of that shit. DM, uh, did last game, did Jester try to contact Cree and got no answer? Am I remembering yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got an answer. Well, no, but you, you con- tried to contact call. the gentleman. Yes. The gentleman. And no, the, we contacted Cree. Oh, no, you did. You contacted Cree, yeah. and there was no response. Cree said, no, no, no. Responded exactly. saying, fuck off, basically. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <sighs> So, it took me a while to figure out what my notes were because I had to really think about it. But Cree also mentioned someone named Ty Fell in Nagvarat, who was a part of their order. Mm-hmm. I don't think Maldi, if we try to talk to Molly, a dead shadow of our fucking friend, I don't think we're going to get much more from him than what he didn't already tell us when he was alive. I still think we try and track down some of these tomb takers. Well, that's a, 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 an interesting question, what, asking Molly what he knows, because according to Molly, he was dead more than once. So who knows who inhabits the home of a dead man's skull when there have been several personalities in there? Mm-hmm. It might not be pointless, but I, that's a question for Caduceus, maybe, or Talison. <laughs> you know, you know, sorry, I'm piecing things together and it's, I know it's, it's Yeah, it kind of comes back ruined, to you, like, in, in waves. No, I'm no. just, yeah, it's coming in waves. I think two things that I'm thinking of, I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but <laughs> um, I remember when I mean, I wasn't there when Molly showed up to the circus because he was there before me, but the reason he came to the group and he he kept, apparently kept saying he felt empty. 
empty, 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 and then MT turned into his name, Molly Mock. Mm-hmm. Tea leaf, and I, 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 I feel like what if Gustav, who was the the the, the head of of the circus, he's. He's from, uh, I think he's from Shady Creek Run. So maybe he's somebody else we could try to talk to, I don't know, that maybe has, he knew Molly before I did. So maybe that could be a connection of something. He owes us. Well, no doubt Molly was involved with um, a very complicated uh, patchwork of people. There are threads you're pulling at. How that connects to what we are researching now is hard to tell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, do you want me to go into this now, or should I gather the others? You should gather the others. Let's gather I think, the others. You don't want they to might tell. Have some the last thing you want to do is tell a very intricate, important story and then multiple have to times. Retell it. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I rip out the page documenting the tomb takers. Oh shit! I shove it in my bag. Could have memorized that poor book. No time. <laughs> uh, she's allowed to do it. Caleb just goes thousand yard stare for a full thirty seconds. He massacred a book. <laughs> One tear. I did. Like a slight twitch in the left eye. Zeno. Uh, <laughs> yes. You let me know if you find anything, okay? Don't worry, we'll let you know as soon as possible. It did come from upon high. <clears throat> Let's go. All right, so you guys. Head off to meet up with the others. You've been there for quite a while. This yeah. has taken a few hours to research. Beauregard stacks of books, scanning ahead for her, showing her passages <clears> along <throat> the, what she was looking for. Exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of you make your way to the Pentamarket. The familiar uh, sounds and smells of all the various street side shops and carts and uh, bits of music and barkers, and it's just as lively as you remember here. In a post-wartime scenario, it seems that everyone's actively leaping into the positive energy of the peace that has come upon, seemingly for the time being at least, the Dwendalian Empire. Um, you see the familiar sight of the dark green and gold painted abode that is the Invulnerable Vagrant. As you approach and open the door, yeah, you see it's not busy, there's no other customers in there. Uh, it looks as maybe a little less empty than it did last time you visited. It's, you know, a lot of the materials, magical items that he did were conscripted for the, for the army's use uh, by the Cerberus Assembly. It looks like he's slowly either requiring or has been creating in the interim. But as you enter and look about and see the few elements of restocking that is slowly making its way back to the brilliance of the previous uh, Invulnerable Vagants presentation, you hear that familiar voice go, Hey, welcome to the Invulnerable Vagrant. I just, oh my goodness, look at all, there's a fine bunch of friends here coming in to say hello. Oh, oh, ah. <coughs> Respectfully, I am just completely elated to see your faces. How are you, Fumat? Well, I much better now looking up on your fantastic blue visage. <laughs> We've missed you. Whoa, ah, golly, you're just gonna make me turn bright purple. Uh, good to see a friendly face again. <laughs> you as well, tall fella. How's, how's peacetime treating you? 
Well, much better now. <laughs> Putting together uh, a few ideas of my own. Been trying to, you know, piecemeal some more uh, enchantments because it's uh, it's kind of what I do. Well, let, let, let's see what it is. Yeah, what, what you're working on? We're, we're, we are flush with cash and ready to spend, in addition to spend time with you. I regret to inform you, we don't have any basilisk oil yet, as we haven't encountered any basilisks. Oh, and that's completely fine. Uh, by the way, I'm sorry, I don't think we've uh, made our acquaintances yet. My name oh. is Pumat Soul. Wow. Oh, hi. Uh, you do know me. Um, uh, I, I was not. But now I am Veth. I'm, I, I was not, but now I'm Veth. Uh, this face, and I make Nott's face. Well, Veth, it's an absolute pleasure to, to re-meet you and uh, the right version. Yeah, exactly. And this is, um, well, this is my, this is Caleb. Caleb has turned into this man. And this little one over here used to be Yasha. No, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. This is yes. Well, I'm about to say I missed out on a lot of information. Whoa. This is uh, my husband, Yeza, and my son, Luke. And this is his first time here, or uh, I think- Luke is already like up on the counter, like, whoa, there's four of them. You can see the other ones are kind of like peeking around the corner. Hey, 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 hey. Around the corner. Whoa, hey. <laughs> I'm just gonna pick up Luke and hold him so that he can see everything. Whoa! He's like, whoa! <laughs> I guess he goes, oh, it's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. I, I've heard quite a few things, uh, you know, being a, a practitioner of, of, of certain sort of uh, challenging craft myself. All right, really? Well, uh, what's your chosen uh, skill set, if I might ask? Wait, wait, don't tell me. By the uh, the studious look in your eyes, but the somewhat calloused uh, fingertips there, I'd say you delve in some form of um, perhaps alchemy. <laughs> That's yes. exactly right. He's a chemist and a, and a damn fine one. And if, if you have anything you need to have him, uh, you know, chemistry up, <laughs> feel free to ask. Yeah, yeah, p please. Uh, it's, I haven't been able to practice in a while, so I'm excited at that prospect. Well, yeah, totally. I mean, let's be fair. Uh, most of my suppliers of baseline potions that I use for some of my personal creations tend to upcharge me a bit, so it'd be nice to have a little more of a direct wholesale relationship. <laughs> awesome. So, anyway, uh, what, yeah, what you looking for? It depends on what you have. You always have such interesting items. What are your... What are your featured items currently? Well, you know, still sort of getting myself back up in uh, the swing of things. Uh, Got a couple of uh, fairly decent potions returned back unused from the front lines of battle. Oh. And he pulls out uh, one vial. It's like, a, you can see the crystal, but the leather is wrapped tightly around it. You just can't really see the contents, and it has like a little uh, loop, so it can be thrown over her shoulder and kind of worn there. It's a big vial. It's got a, a fair amount of liquid in it. Um, and he goes ahead and unsnaps the sides and pulls it open so you can see the liquid. It's this kind of, uh, kind of viscous, almost bourbon-looking brown liquid with an object floating in the bottom that as he swirls it, it kind of like swirls quick and then slows down. It looks, it looks almost like a, like a crescent. It's about that big and it just kind of floats around the, the bottom like a, like a crescent moon. What is that? This here? Uh, this, is a, this is a fingernail. Gross. What? Stone giant. From a stone giant? Yeah, don't ask me how I got it. I just had to pay some guy. 
Does it, does it give you the stone giant's strength? For a short time, that indeed oh. it does, my astute halfling friend. Wow. Holy shit. So, I uh, got that one there for you. Uh, that one will run you about it. We'll see. Mm, he goes and looks at his books here. Put that at about uh, 1,500 gold pieces, Ooh. but it puts you up at a mighty, mighty amount of strength for about an hour. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. I got another one of these, same batch, not used, and pulls up a, a similar type uh, arrangement, same leather strap. Looks like these were all meant to be carried into battle and can quickly uh, drink in and easy to access. Now, this one here is kind of a, a special enhancement to one's physical uh, quickness and capabilities for a short time. Okay. A very short time, much shorter than the strength-based one, but uh, it's uh, referred to as a potion of haste. Oh shit! <laughs> how, how much is that, Quanto Questo? Yeah, uh, that that one will run you about. Uh, we'll say, we'll say about eleven hundred. Okay. Okay. Next, and this is something I was dabbling with. I hope you hope you have some fun time with this. I think even the little one there would kind of have fun. <laughs> and he goes in this back room and starts looking around for something. Like, yeah. Hey, uh, boom at three. Uh, looking for the, uh, you know, the. He's like, oh, don't worry, boss. I'll get it right for you. <laughs> he goes back to the back room, comes back, and there is this uh, really beautiful-looking kind of crushed velvet blue kind of cape and um, almost like a cape shawl combo. Very like kind of uh, Victorian London looking, with like a, a deep red interior. And he goes ahead and hands it over to Pumat Prime, who takes it and puts it around his shoulders, kind of clasps it on, and goes, "Hey, call this." And he kind of like poses, and the cape <gasps> and like flutters behind them, and what? just looks epic. Call this here a cloak of billowing. Of billowing. Billowing. Yeah. Does it allow Does it... you to strike dramatic poses? It will. <laughs> My friend, that's exactly what it does. <laughs> You're, you're yeah, watch. <laughs> Does it again? <laughs> Does it again? Whenever you want. It just gives you the Batman pose. Does it help yeah. your charismatic abilities? <laughs> amazing. I mean, in the Holy sense that people shit. can't take their eyes off you yeah, when you're just looking you, like, that amazing. Charismatic yeah. pump or something. Charisma pump. <laughs> they that's, can't take their eyes off absolutely you. Absolutely. Well, I mean, if they're uh, you know a lame individual, maybe it's <laughs> not a fan of very cool looking people, but uh, so it's just cool looking. How much? How much is it? Yeah, uh, that one will run you yeah, about seventy-five gold pieces. Oh, that's literally all it does. Yeah, yeah, sure. It just looks cool. Amazing! That's amazing. <laughs> Cloak of billowing. <laughs> Takes a bonus action to do it, but you can do it as many times as you want. It's no, there's no. It's it's literally just yeah. to look cool. Yeah. I love amazing. it so much. Yeah, that's amazing. We got it. It's in it's in our inventory. <laughs> No way. Uh, I, I was also kind of curious. How long does it take to enchant an item, like in general? Like, oh, it sort of depends on the extent of the enchantment. Because uh, simple things can be done in a few days, maybe under a week. Uh, more extensive ones, oh, they take a lot longer. And uh, unless you pay more, in which case, you know, we can get all the pumats in on it. Enchantments can be done a little quicker. But once again, still limited by the scope of what you're trying to accomplish. <laughs> hmm. Well, I was uh, yeah, I was looking at my armor, and I've kind of been wearing this this for a while, and I thought maybe giving it a bit of a, I don't know, a pick me up. A pick me up. 
Yeah. If you had any ideas of just something to do to this thing, other than just maybe enchant it or... Uh, the, the one thing is we are leaving town in a week. Already? Well, uh, where, where are you heading off to, if I could ask? Cold, cold climate place, so if you have anything specifically for the cold environs, that would, that would be of great assistance. Mm. Well, yeah, there's, there's scopes there. I could do a real simple enchantment that'll just uh, help keep you comfortable in all sorts of cold environments, make sure you don't have to deal with any of that frozen landscape sort of problems there. That'll, that'll be an easy hundred gold enchantment, and I can do that in a, probably a day and a half with these guys. Help. Uh, anything fancier, you think, or is that... Fancier? Yeah. In the same vein? In the, possibly the same vein. I, I mean, I can give it a much more, uh, involved enchantment there. <laughs> kind of make it, a actually... Involved if you stop the butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I was just more for emphasis. I wasn't actually <laughs> making... <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, what, that wasn't... Misunderstood. Yeah, that, that, that would have to be a very consensual thing. <laughs> Caduceus, were you looking for something for more protection as well? Oh, possibly more protection, possibly From cold. Hmm? From cold? Or just uh, protection from everything? Actually, from anything in general, we don't really know what we're gonna, other than like, we're gonna be seeing some crazy magic, we're gonna be seeing some cold. Okay, uh, okay, well, uh, let me see here then. If that's what you're looking for, I can just give yourself a basic enchantment, just a, we'll say, Give it a little more of an offensive capability. Help deflect sort of physical blows that come towards you. That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. Equivalent of a plus one enchantment. Ah. Uh, all right, we'll see. That one will cost you about uh, 2,000 gold pieces for the full enchantment. And if I get off, well, eh, if we're trying to get it on a faster enchantment cycle, it'll be a little more expensive. I'll put it at about 2,600 gold. But we can get that done in four days. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna be all Pumats in on that one. You guys all right with that? Like, yeah, we got you. Yeah, <laughs> looking to get my fingers loose. How about you? Yeah, I'm not busy. Uh, 20, all right, four 20, days. Twenty six hundred gold. Twenty six hundred gold. Four, uh, four days, and we can get that to a nice little defensive capability. I'll take it. Alrighty. And uh, yeah, here's actually, and if you can. Uh, do something about the sheen. I, here, I'll just give some papers of, with what I kind of want to do to it to and just sort of cosmetically. Okay, yeah, I can talk to somebody and get some cosmetic changes on there for you. No That's problem. Great. Lickety splickety. <laughs> All right. Twenty six hundred. Twenty six hundred gold. Mm. So in four days, you'll have that. Your your armor will now be a plus one, which is a bonus to AC. Mm. And do you happen to have anything, only because I'm always curious of the offensive variety, weapons or any sort of... Unfortunately, those haven't really come back. The weapons were uh, keenly plucked from my clutches uh, for the interests of combat. Mm. Um, it's not really a weapon, but I do got something pretty cool here. Mind closing the door? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So uh, this was actually commissioned and sent off to a member of the assembly who oh. did not pick it up. So, uh, you know, these things get lost in the mail all the time. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I like this side. Mm -hmm. He kind of gives like a and the other Pumats go over and like kind of close the shades a little bit on the, on the windows near the front. And he goes to his back room, comes back with this tiny little 
uh, like polished redwood box. It, it like glistens and gleams and a little bit of lantern light he has on the counter and sets it down and opens it up and it has this soft little pillow bed. And as you look on the inside, there is this uh, tiny little pink gem, like a rhombus in its shape. And it's just placed on the pillow. I know it doesn't look like much, but these are crafted not by me. But by uh, certain enchanters who follow the Knowing Mistress. This was a piece that had come into my uh, personal holding right before all this went down, and then was taken as part of the agreement with the assembly. So it's referred to as an Ayunsto. Watch this. And takes it and just kind of lets it go in the air, and you watch as it just slowly begins to orbit his head. What does it do? Well, this one in particular is an Ayun Stoat of Fortitude. Makes you hardier. Makes you more able to kind of resist the more physically strenuous elements on the body, both exterior and interior. Wow. How much does it cost? Well, it cost me a pretty penny when I got a hold of it. I'll put this at about friend's discount. 5,500 gold. We'll take it. Well then, puts it in the box, closes it, and slides it forward. How do you have that much gold? I don't actually spend a ton of money. <laughs> I'll have 4,000 gold. 4,000 gold on a ring. You didn't spend anything else? Yes. No. Save it for me. Pretty day. young. I think I know at least one of us that could probably use that. I think you're very, very right. Yeah, me. <laughs> There's actually quite a few of you that could use it. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Pretty good thing. Uh, Fifty-five hundred, with my thanks. All right. Well, it makes me very happy to know that this is going to somebody who will put it to proper use. Always better to, you know, sell the more powerful items to individuals that I know will, you know. Not spill too much unnecessary blood with it. No. I guess that goes in that tattoo. <clears throat> what? Oh, no, I just, I, you know, so many people have gotten tattoos and other things, and I've just sort of been, um, you know, hoarding my money. That's great. What? I've been spending mine on diamonds to help save people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> You are incredibly selfless, and I am just blown away by how sweet and wonderful you are. Thank you. For and it's not, so true. It's not just sweet and wonderful. She's used those diamonds to save many of our lives already. That's true. Several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pumat. Yep. If um, uh, I, I had uh, just a question or, or two, if I um, if I wanted another one of those flasks, did I get my flask from Pumat? Uh, you had it enchanted by Puma. Yeah. yeah. If I had another one of those flasks made, um, is that something you could could handle? It's just the hard liquor now. I don't. It doesn't. The taste. I don't like it anymore. I. But something like a nice cherry brandy or a peach schnapps, I could get down with. Oh. Just something like a, a little bit of a 
uh, you know, creme de menthe or something. Oh, is, no. is there is there something that Give we Maybe like could... a rosé or something. Ooh, a nice cold rosé, just yeah. always always with me. Maybe a little sparkle would be nice. That'll be good in the tundra. Yeah, I could probably pull something like that together. It'll be, uh, you know, all in. I'll pull Matt's in once I finish what I'm doing with you, which mm. is going to consume a lot of my time for Wait the next more. four days. Yeah. Put me about a day and a half, two days, I can get that done for you. Oh, great. For how much? Uh, but with all, all in, I can get it under a day. And um, we'll say we'll put that at about uh, 150 with the expedited pricing on oh, it. That's cheap. I'll take it. No, it's not an extreme enchantment. Um, are you providing the particular flask you're looking for, or do you I need me to a, find that as well? Uh, I have a really old, shitty one, um, but uh, I'll go get a new one and, and I'll bring it back to you before day's end. Alrighty, we'll be here waiting. Um, and then also, um, uh, in addition to anything you have suited for cold environments, um, frequently I find myself, uh, I'm very good in one-on-one situations or against one combatant, but uh, I, I, I don't have anything that really can knock a bunch of people away from me or, or, or get, get me out of a, a group, a, a pylon, a melee sort of a, a chaotic situation. Do you have anything, any scrolls, any potions, any, any enchantments that could either get me away or just knock everybody back? Uh, not, not to that degree at the moment, unfortunately. I can keep an eye out, though. Okay, that's good. Yeah, still limited, unfortunately, with what we got here in the shop, but uh, if anything comes in, I'll let you know. All right, all right, good to know. No worries. Yeah, bring that flask on by, and I'll go ahead and get that done at the tail end of getting your uh, commission finished. And then, do you have anything for children? <laughs> do a children's <laughs> section yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. What's your name, little guy? Oh, I'm still holding him. Yeah. <laughs> Luke! I've got what? him, you know, in a comfortable hold now, so he's not <laughs> completely uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, here, Luke, let's see what we got here. And he kind of walks into the back room with a wink. Supporting his weight. You hear him rummaging around a little bit, you hear something shift and a chest closed. And he comes out with a smile. And he sets a little ring on the table. Let's see if that fits on your finger right there. It looks like. Can I, can I put it on? Can, can he yeah, of course, it? yes, yeah? yes. <laughs> So, uh, just go ahead and flick your finger. And you watch this little and a little top spills out onto the table. <laughs> oh no. Do it again. Flicks it, another top spills out on the table. <gasps> what? And like all these tops start poof, 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 into a pile, and boom, it's like. Boy, hey, don't don't get a little too hasty there. They only last a short time, but uh, no matter where you are, if you're looking to go ahead and spin something, right there for the. <laughs> How much is that ring? Oh, I'll put you about twenty-five gold. Do you have any more of them? No, oh, that's just the one I got. <laughs> Weirdly enough, not a lot of people want to buy a ring that just makes tops. It's a fidget spinner. <laughs> More or less. If they don't want that. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate the support. They don't want that. I, I love it. Yes, we'll take it. How, how much would that run? Uh, 20, 25 gold. Pieces. Oh, great, great, great. Real simple enchantment. Thank you, Pumat. That's amazing. Luke, enjoy. Luke's over there going, and it's like, there's just a small pile growing. He's like, this is the coolest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, 
and you could probably sell these tops for extra money. Uh, well, the tops, unfortunately, are temporary. They, oh, uh, right. They People won't know that until they walk away. Yeah. Sell it yeah. fast. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> I am not engaging in that sort of uh, charlatanery. What would you call it? Anyway. Charcuterie, maybe. There we are. Charcuterie. <laughs> double, double checking, it's just, the enchant- it's just the base enchantment on the armor, not the, not the, the cold, cold protection? Correct. I might shift just to cold protection. That's add like yeah, just just I'll go straight cold protection without the. Oh, what you don't want the AC? Plus one is good, but I have a funny feeling that the cold protection will will work out better in the long run. Okay, really? or at least for now. Is it uh, is it protection against cold damage or just against cold condition? That's actually a good question. Uh, it would be there'd be comparable enchantments, I'd say. So you could choose one or the other. One gives you a plus one bonus to your armor class. Period. The other one gives you cold resistance. Well. Uh, I'll take the armor class. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> All right. Then we'll go go as intended originally. <laughs> I'm sure it won't Holy come back to bite you in the ass. Shopping paralysis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, and then before we leave, what? Did we want to nonagon it up with Pumat? That's actually a oh. good question. Sure. Just in case. Pumat, have you ever heard of anything called the Eyes of Nine? Not particularly. Is there like a creature with nine eyes that I need to look out for? Well, no, not that we know of. We came across this creature that gave us a vision of like a floating creepy city that felt like it was alive. That's awful. Yeah, it was <laughs> awful. It was really, really quite a lot. And then it also made us think of the, the, the words eyes of nine, right? Yes, or Nonagon, or Lucian, or the... Was it the task takers or something? What was it? The tomb takers. Telltale. Not really jogging anything in my noggin, unfortunately. That's all right. Sorry. No, no, no. Hey, do you know anything about the city of Aeor? No. Cool, just wondering. Where is Aeor? <laughs> I don't it's know. It's way north. Oh, I haven't been that far north. I've just spent most of my time here in the Empire, so... Uh, no, neither have we. We have no plans of going there either. We've just heard people tell tales of crazy weather up north. <laughs> yeah, here it's pretty chilly. It is. There's yeah. no intention of going there. Absolutely no, not. Why would we uh, go there? Yeah, me too. Yeah, it needs to get all clammy. I know it's got the little layer of fur supposed to keep you warm, but <laughs> I'm already cooled out here in this side yeah. of the Marrow Valley. Hmm? Can't imagine getting all snowed up, you know? Ridiculous. <laughs> well, is there anything else I can help you with? Um... Oh, we should buy that stone giant potion. I mean... Or I'll buy it if... I don't know, do you think Caleb would like that? Someone could use it. Caleb would probably like that potion of haste. Yasha could use it, it's a plus two, right? <laughs> Doesn't he have it? <laughs> he does. <laughs> but the... That's the Iron Stone of Fortitude, <laughs> right? Correct. Like Holy fuck. Yeah, it's a plus two. Look what we got you, a one-time oh, and and AC expensive. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, that's, a yep. potion is oh such a short God. use, and we it's have not... strong people in the party already. Yeah, but if, for instance, one of our not strong people had it, it could maybe get them out of a jam or something. That's true. Plus, we got money to burn. I don't have any money left. I got I'm money to burn. Money already. Unless you have anything worth five hundred gold or less, that's really cool. Do you, Pumat? Well, here, well, the, the, the stone just, has an AC. I'll stone. give you money. Stone, yeah. No. I have money if you want something. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Okay. 
So, uh, sorry, what was your question? Do you have anything cool worth 500 gold or less? Um. <laughs> Gift certificate, maybe? I mean, you, you kind of. If you're buying those potions as well, you're clearing me out at the moment. Okay, yeah, that's what I figured. Sorry. No, it's hey, fine. I, I do have some feelers out for some things that may return by the end of the week with uh, everything that's coming back from the front line, so maybe I'll have something before you're leaving. Oh, yeah, we'll going. check back in when we pick up our stuff. Pick up the flask and the, and the armor. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'll keep an eye out for anything that's uh, in that range you're looking for. Sounds good. Alrighty. I'll take that stone giant potion. Alrighty, here you go. Here's how the snaps work, and you just kind of hold it, and it gives you like a whole overview of the really simple apparatus that does not need an explanation. But he's thorough. Great. All right, let's get out of here. Well, oh, it's a shit. pleasure we to see your lovely faces. Uh, say bye, Pumat. They're like, bye, bye. Good to see you. Bye, Pumat. Bye. Bye, Pumat. Bye. 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 Oh, good seeing you. <laughs> good seeing you, too. Good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see him, isn't it? Bye. Yeah, you're telling me. All right, well, have a good day. Oh, you too. Yeah, you too, also. Oh, hey. oh thank you, buddy. You too. All right. Oh, look, he's so nice. I know, right? <laughs> doctor, 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 doctor. As you guys exit and eventually find yourselves meeting up with the rest of the group here in Zadash after their uh, bursts of research, the library is concluded. We're gonna go and take a break. Oh, guys, we've been we've been on our been on our ring here for a little while, and I realized, oh shit, we haven't taken a break yet. So we're gonna do that right now. Um, so yeah, we'll be back here in a few minutes to pick up for the latter. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Being far away from family is never easy, and sometimes it's hard to fully catch up via texts or calls or FaceTimes. But one picture is worth a thousand words, and with Aura Frames, it's never been easier to share your cherished moments with your long-distanced relatives. Aura is a Wi-Fi-connected digital picture frame that allows you to beautifully showcase all of your favorite memories in one display. To set it up, all you have to do is connect your Aura Frame to Wi-Fi, and then use the Aura app to add an unlimited amount of photos and videos from anywhere in the world. With my family in the South and myself here in LA, I bought an Aura frame for my mom, and she is always so excited when I upload new pictures of my travels, my friends, my husband, and of course, any adorable pictures of our dog Omar. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames. Dot com. Use code Critical Role at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. 
NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. Hello, Critters. This is Ashley Johnson, president of the Critical Role Foundation, our 501c3 nonprofit organization with a mission that might sound familiar, to leave the world better than we found it. We partner with other nonprofits to raise funds supporting causes that mean a lot to us. And we allocate 10% of all donations to an emergency relief fund that allows us to provide immediate assistance in the case of natural disasters or other unexpected emergencies that require quick action. To learn more about the Critical Role Foundation and to donate, visit criticalrolefoundation.org. Welcome back. So, Mighty Nine, as you all gather in the middle of the streets of the Pentamarket here in Zadash, you reconvene and. What would you like to do? Oh. Oh, we oh, oh. We need to go somewhere. We're, we've met up. Yes, you're not Okay. Meeting. We've all reconvened. <coughs> Hello. We got some shit in Puma. We did very yeah, well. He stocked Here's up your a bit. Money. I didn't spend it. Oh, that's okay. I trust you to know. He had no really, money. really good stuff. I believe we got a, a, a potion. We got some stuff for your son. Yeah, we got we got a an amazing Wait, ring. Wait, what, what did Luke get? He got a ring of a ring of uh, dreidels. What? A little dreidel ring. And he does this, and a little top just goes. Oh, I want one. I know, I do too. How cool would it be? You could use it for caltrops. Just or ball bearings. Yep. Once again, ball ring. Endless uses, but <laughs> we did actually grab this Luke stone. Hides the ring. <laughs> Jealous. We got this stone. It's a Ayun stone. They're very, very rare. Oh yes, um, they are. I thought either you could use it or, or you, Yasha. But I know that you are particularly susceptible to damage and. If I'm right, this should help with that quite a bit. That would have been awfully costly. It was. It was. So much money on you. How much was it? Uh, <laughs> about 5,000 gold pieces. Again, <laughs> very cost rare. more than dresses for horses, I'll tell you <coughs> that much. My goodness. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know how I would repay. I don't have that much money for it. I mean, you built a pretty yeah. awesome tower. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's gone now. But I know. Oh, oh no! It's and I just toss it to Caleb. Do I catch it? I hope so. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Broke. It's all tied, Pumat. What happened? Everything okay? <laughs> Nothing. Up, up, up. <laughs> Best of Ragnar here, I've come to collect my iron stone. <laughs> oh, you do catch it after a couple of fumbles, like. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh! I run back in the Pumat. If we're outside the Pumat. Yeah, yes, we're thinking. Hey, Pumat. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Who was the member of the assembly that that yes. that stone was for? 
Uh, that one was for, uh, he goes and opens up his ledger here. Uh, that was commissioned by... <coughs> Excuse me. Actually, who would it be commissioned by? Let me double check. Good old Zevon Margolin. No, not Zevon Margolin. <laughs> yeah, good old, good old uh, Atheus Uladon. Good old Jenna Eraser. Irisor. Jenna Eraser, it would be, yeah. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah. What, do, you, do, you, do you know what, what Jenna looked like? <laughs> Well, yeah, why, why, why do you ask? Um, just so that, you know, if we happen to run into them, then we don't, you know, have it no. in our position. Fair enough. Uh, Jenna, last I saw her, at least, she kind of had this this long, uh, blondish hair that went about mid-back or so, usually tied pretty tightly back uh, through, you know, segmented braids. Mm-hmm. Um, very serious expression. Okay. Outfits change from time to time. We didn't cross paths too often, but, uh... Okay. Thank you. You're welcome! <laughs> Have a good day. You do. It was for Jenna. It starts with an I. Eraser. Eraser. Yeah. Yes, it was for Jenna Eraser. Good. Cool. That is sensitive information. I think well, generally hide it around the assembly members. Probably. I was just making sure it wasn't for Vess. Right. Because that for would. Trent. <clears throat> if it was for Trent. Well, that'd be a power move. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> but yes, use it. It'll, it'll serve you well. Um, that is about the extent of my funds, though. Well, I, no, I, I cannot repay you in full, but please, here, take. Um, I pull out three platinum and put them in my pocket, and I hand over a sack with 180 platinum Ooh. in it. Don't woo me, you just spent more than twice that. Oh, um, that's very true, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one I just gave back to you? That is correct. See, I buy things that aren't just for me. Good for you, Ford. Thank you very much. <laughs> so we go to see the gentleman now? Should we head to the evening nook? Nip. 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 I mean, sure. <coughs> what are we doing there? What? Why are we going there? We're gonna. We're gonna end to talk about Nanagon again. Well, the little family reunion and yeah. maybe. And talk. A little check. We're going to yeah. hook the gentleman up with my mom again. Obviously. Sure. Should we? Should we forge a letter real quick from your mom? We don't need to. Ooh, back to the parent trap. Yeah. Don't need to. Wait, what? What? Why? Why wouldn't we need to? Because my mom told me I could talk to him about her. Yeah, but it's more fun if they don't know about it. Doesn't you need a <laughs> But she knows about crap. it. Yeah, but he doesn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Well, I mean, she's got that. No, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. No. I knew. I'm don't gonna meddle in your mom and dad's affairs. No, don't do it. <laughs> 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 All right. Needs a little bit. <laughs> We head to the evening myth. Alrighty. So you guys arrived at the dive bar that it's been quite some time since you arrived. Make your way in there. Clive Bins is waiting, the older, crusty dwarf who has to lean in a bit and look a bit intently at you before going, I remember. Mm-hmm. Password. We bring, bring many, many gifts. Yeah, 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 make your way. Uh. <laughs> you guys head back down. The 
curved staircase into the subterranean stone chamber. Should really change the password like every yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like that's got to spread over time. Totally. <laughs> um, entering the familiar interior of the den, at least the central area, you can see there are a handful of people that are in the process of marking out something on paper on a table. They're all kind of leaning in closely, and they all look and notice you enter, and they just kind of fold it up and put it away. Um, Is the gentleman with them? No, oh, uh, but the gentleman. I'm not wait. The gentleman, uh, you do look up, and you can see him currently reading something on the kind of balcony to his upper chambers. And as you all step down, and the kind of hush hits the room, he kind of leans forward. Aha! Wasn't expecting you uh, quite so soon. We're here. Well, welcome, welcome. Uh, what business do you have? Well. Oh, can we come up there? Uh, better I come down there. Give me just a few moments. <laughs> now, Luke, this is a bar. So. Oh, shit. Oh, no. He's been in bars. Don't uh, that's right. No Hold milk. On. Okay. The milk was. As... <laughs> or they can wait outside. It's your call. Oh, but. No, I, I'm, I'm fine them coming down, but maybe I'll put them in a. In, in okay, a we will say, as you guys are descending the stairs into the interior, yes, it goes, um, honey, I. I don't know if this is the best place for uh, for me and Luke. You want to just stay in the upstairs area? Even that's kind of not a great place. <laughs> sure. You know, I'm, we're just going to take a little walk around the block. Um, just give a holler when you're done. Okay, okay. I'll uh, I'll send a magical message when we're done. I appreciate it. Luke, Luke! And you see Luke is like already running down the stairs and like Yessa grabs his arm and pulls him back. It's like, we'll see you all in a little bit. <laughs> Come on, you little sucker. And they make their way <laughs> up and out. But nevertheless, after waiting for a moment, the gentleman comes down. He's exchanged his kind of lounge robe with somewhat nice presentary attire. He's got kind of a uh, little bit of a cravat showing over his fine waistcoat, except for it's a little loose and tumbled out, so it looks a little thrown together. It may have been, or it's intentional. It's like a air he likes to put off, but nevertheless, he goes, it is so good to see all of you. Welcome back. Uh, drinks, please, around for the Mighty Nine. I got it right, was that correct? Yes, yes. Um, all right, well, what jester and friends do I have the pleasure? Oh, well, um, first of all, um, Mama said to say hi, mm -hmm. but she doesn't miss you too much. <laughs> but she looked really pretty. And you could go say hi if you ever wanted to, she said. Very good to know. Was it was it more of an invitation than that, don't you think? Just nonchalantly, she was like, he could come if he wanted to. But she wanted to know what I Fair enough. Anyway, we're also here to talk about. Um... Before we do, though, oh. you think we should tell her a specific date yeah. she'll be coming? Oh, oh to... it's just. Do you, do you want me to give a message in return? Because, you know, I see her so often uh. now, and she's going to wonder about it and. Drinks. Um, <laughs> and at this point, the drink is coming and get past it. Ah, there it passes around. Um, I'm a very busy man. I, when I find a moment, I will happily take a journey to Nicodronus. Trust me. Okay. We actually were here on other business. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Other business. Haha, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
What is this other business? Well, we've reached out to Cree. Hmm, that's right, you asked about it. He seemed a little distracted or busy. Um, I know that they could help us, but beyond that, do you know any other members from the Tomb Takers? Tomb Takers? Not particularly. I know Cree's spoken about them a handful of times, and when we first took her onto our crew, that was one of the kind of background elements that you know, intrigued me, having someone of a cutthroat heritage in Shady Creek Run who delves in a skill set like being a, a divine blood crafter is a very rare thing, so it's very useful. I'm actually honestly very sad that she left. I was, she I left. liked. She doesn't work for you anymore, period? <clears throat> She's not just on a mission somewhere? No, no, she, she absconded, but uh, Month and a half, two months ago. Oh, I didn't understand that when you said it. I thought she she was off on a mission or something. No, no, she packed her things and left. Said she was done with her business with me, not in an angry way, but in a very maybe she grew bored. I don't know. Was there she give any other indications? Yes. No, it was rather sudden. Uh, she didn't mention where she was headed off to. No, we don't usually. Yeah. Share that information. Kind of a, a business preference of keeping things vague and plausibly deniable. Does she leave any belongings behind, a room that's not been taken over yet that we can take a look at? It, it uh, really is important. The room has already been taken over. You can inspect it if you want. The only thing she left behind for me in particular was, uh, and he kind of goes back into his chamber and then comes back with what looks like a small case with a about Two dozen blood vials in it that are all capped. He goes, I mean, I have all these various blood contracts, but without my blood keeper, I have no use for them, so. Um, are we in that box? Yes. Hmm. Who else is so unlucky to have found their way into your box? Who's worth a try? Are you sure that's um, everybody's blood? Are you sure Cree didn't take it with her? In what way? Well, like, what if she left you with just vials of red liquid and she actually took their blood? Well, then good, I'm glad at least someone can make use of it. <laughs> no, that's our blood. <laughs> I like What if she could kill us from afar? I don't think she could kill you from afar. You Kree was know. useful, but Kree wasn't dangerous. Oh, it's, really? It's everybody's blood. Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe Are they yours. labeled? No, I, I I did it later. I just didn't think to. To. Yeah, it was all of us. Can we have our blood back then? Does that mean that there's are there labels? <laughs> oh, yes, also, I mean there's Molly. There are labels. Also, Matt, before we yeah. got in here, Bo gave me her wind fan, I and I've been oh, okay. I've been slowly fanning myself and slowly actually trying to fan the gentleman <laughs> to try to get some of that moisture. Yeah, off where you can like turn the fan out yeah. a little bit in your direction. Oscillating, <laughs> oscillating. Are the um, if you'd the, like yours back, we're we're no longer under contract. And I, I'll just I, I'll get it myself if you want. Uh, here, and he yeah. kind of like helps you begin. Yeah, to... as I'm doing that, I'm going to just try to get a peek at some of the other names on the vials. Okay, make a perception check. Which one will you choose? Ooh, will it serve you or will it betray you? Because there are thousands others just like it. 
Is Cree in there as well, or, or no? No, no, no. Cree, Cree doesn't take their own blood. So. Natural 20! Planets must see our dice! And then that's the end of the commercial right there. <laughs> um, these are all single first names. Okay. And the labels are kind of scratched in a handwriting that's kind of hard to read. Um, you see your names, at least the names that were given when, <laughs> when the blood was originally taken, which, if I recall, most of them were honest. Um, you see names like uh, Milos and uh, Meladen. You also see a Lesh. Lesh? Lesh, L E C H. Um, you see a. Milady. Fucking face. Yeah. Jasna. Jasna? Um, and those are the ones that you. That are just kind of immediately facing you that you can see, uh, and all together there's about maybe twenty or so vials in here. Twenty or so. Yeah. At a first glance, and after he helps you get the vials, he closes it up again. Uh, the you... twenty or so left, or twenty or so including out. Did you get the... uh, Sorry, left on huh? top of you. Okay. Only Did we get the? Should we get them? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. can we can we um, trade you for nothing uh, for one of those vials? I'm sorry, I, I, I don't quite follow. We want that one that's labeled Molly Mock. <gasps> oh, it's, it is technically somebody who's no longer under contract with me. If I recall, they met kind of a, Yeah, he's uh, definitely dead. Some smart person take this, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'll keep. I will ask as a favor, though, and because I'm showing such gracious trust in your side, too, if anyone were to ask. These are still very binding. Oh, of course, of course. Right. We would never let on. Cree didn't leave any of her blood here, did she? That would mm. have been great. I'm afraid not. This was kind of her purview. No, I, no idea where she would have gone, where where she was from, even if she'd gone place. back home or. Yeah, All I knew is that she'd done some work in Shady Creek and beyond, and a few other places in the Empire. I mean, there's a lot of near do wells. We get people in here from Eurosa, ex myriad members. We have individuals that come from uh, northward. We have folks who come from the Najri coast, and we don't ask too many questions. We just want to see what they can do MD. and make sure that they don't wander too far from our little specification. The eyes of nine doesn't mean anything to you either. No. No, I didn't think Not so. particularly. Not a gone. Should it? Not a gone. Cree mentioned that once or twice, I think. Hmm. I think that's about it. At least from what I can recall. Gonna have to find Cree. Might have to. I could scry. Check in on them. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Should I do that? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. Of course I can. We don't want to take up too much of your father's <clears throat> busy time. Why? Is there anything else we need from him? <laughs> I mean, don't, I mean, I guess we don't need anything else. Just, you know, a hug for your favorite daughter. <laughs> he kind of looks around the room, and there are a few individuals that are kind of like, <laughs> There's individuals that are kind of leaning into the conversation, just keeping clean ears, and goes, <clears throat> and they kind of get back to the table, they gather their things, the paper that they had folded up, and they go ahead and move over to a further table over, and while they're moving, he kind of comes over and gives like a little side hug. 
It's his little kid, wasn't it? Palm the strings. Well, anyway, um, I was in the middle of a very engrossing tome before getting to my evening clients. I have to speak with a bit later what today. What are you reading? You are so curious. I just want to know what your interests are. <laughs> I have many interests. Don't be afraid to ask about that. <sighs> and he goes and steps up to his room and comes back with a book and kind of the co the cover is very plain, kind of like a red leather cover. It looks a little worn at the edges, corners a little bent. He goes, "This is more of a um, historical tome." It might not be of interest to you. You seem to be more of a fictional-based uh, You don't know. Person. Well, uh, this recounts the founding of the Myriad in Eurosa, and uh, was actually taken. This used to belong to a lawmaster in Rexentrum, and was a collection of figures of interest at the time. I just like to be in the know, in case certain folks of a less than reputable background try and come in under my employ. I want to know who to in who to intimidate properly. Wow, that's cool. Not as shiny. I'm sorry. That's have you, cool. Have you had any experience in Isocross, by the way? Far, far north. Not personally, no, but I know there's been kind of a slow trickle of a trade coming down to the Graying Wildlands, yes. Hmm. What, of, of what What sort of item? Um, historical relics that have interest to various uh, keepers of ancient objects and enchantments. There have been relics and such. Uh, they haven't come directly through us, it's a dash, but hmm. there's been word passing through of individuals intercepting an interest growing in that space. Actually, there's quite a bit of money being made to sell equipment up northward for a pretty penny. The Empire does not sell it that way, they keep everything internally. So, um, outside interests who want equipment and a very specific and specialized equipment, well, they have to go through more underground means. Uh, like excavation equipment, uh, digging, mining equipment, that sort of thing, or? Sometimes. What other kinds of equipment? Other kinds of equipment. Don't worry yourself with it. This drink is delicious. So good. Mm. 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 Well, let me get back to my uh, <laughs> reading. You're welcome to stay as long as you like, and by that I mean a few more hours before we have some more clients arrive. I prefer to perhaps not have family and friends around at the time. But it is good to well, see you. I may never see you again, <laughs> but it's been good while it lasted. I'm glad we found each other. I love you, Dad. Are you playing up the bottom lip yeah. <laughs> drama of it? Make a deception check. The bottom <laughs> lip. How appropriate. Uh, 14. Okay. <laughs> he, he gives you like a. <laughs> and he rustles your hair a little bit. Until the next time. <laughs> okay. 
It was a pleasure. Indeed. If she comes back with but a scratch, I will destroy you all. Fair. We will destroy school. anyone who gives her a scratch. So Good. One step ahead. And your drinks are free. Thank you, gentlemen. <clears throat> Thank you, the gentleman. Mm. <laughs> yes. Doesn't even respond with the <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the gentleman. Yeah, his like side glances every time the wind hits him. He's like a mid, mid talking. He's like, well, I, I'm reading a book. <laughs> Did it have any effect? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually trigger the effect probably to do that, and that'll blow him back. Um, anyway, he goes back up to his balcony to read. Well, we've accomplished all of our business in the dash. Hey, look, at least we got our blood back. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's and Molly. Good items. And Molly's. Is there any way we can tell if it's. We're going to scry on. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Which I can do. I mean, if we want to hide at a table before we leave, we I could scry on. We should. There was one other thing that I wrote down. In my mind, that we needed to do in Zadash, yeah. or that we could do in Zadash, I just wrote down: investigate Sutan in Zadash. Some ring of fire. I don't know what that is. Is that where you got your ring? And the ring of fire was the ring of it was part think, of uh, Malik, uh, um Lord Sutan. What is Sutan? Sutan was Lord Sutan was, was a the, dude. That was a house that you broke like, into. Yeah, the guy whose life we wrecked, smothering rug, and the Lord Sutan they, was the, who the uh, you. He originally commissioned the ring oh, right. that you had. With the ring of fire. He never picked it up. Weirdly. Yeah. Because, because he's we killed dead. Him. Yeah. Because he's, he's in, prison. in prison. Oh, oh because he's because in prison. Because of us. <laughs> we did so not we don't have to investigate. We know what happened. No. Yes. yes. Okay, good. I think so. <laughs> because we killed him. Because he's in jail. <laughs> yeah. But I, w I was going to say, I wonder if there's any way that we could check Molly's blood vial and see if it's his? actually his or if it's actually blood or anything like that, you know? Like if it came from a, an undead person or. I don't know. Would your husband know anything about that? Yes, we could look at it, and he, if he could examine it, he might be able to see if there's any, you know. Anything special about it? Do you think yeah. it would be dumb to scry on Molly's grave? To well, see if he's still there? I, I was going to suggest possibly visiting. Where to is see it? if, Caduceus, if you could maybe have a conversation. It was on the road. On the Amber Roads. It'd be a you, little rough, but doable. Do you have a, a scrap of his coat, a piece of his coat? Do I remember I do. that correctly? And his tarot cards. Well, if. Well, hmm. Jester has his tarot cards now. I can also. If you have his belongings and he is still there, I think I could teleport us there. Oh. But he'd have to be there. So what? What would we want to do with this, though? What's the point? Well, we were very hot to try to find uh, Cree to ask Cree about all of these connections that Molly was wrapped up in. Mm -hmm. I don't think I can Molly would know. Molly. Molly might know because Molly is dead for the second or third or fourth or fifth time. Yep. 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 Who's to say what's inside that skull? <laughs> and if Caduceus does the asking, maybe we could step back if it's too painful for us to, you know, to witness or anything, you know? And Caduceus could just have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Molly Mark. 
It's viable, but we should probably <laughs> go after Pre first and then <clears throat> Molly's grave, yeah? I just, he didn't. I, I, Caduceus, you know about this, like the, when you speak with the dead, they can really only speak what they know in time. Yeah, they're not and there or anything, they're, they're, they're gone. So and they can choose to not tell you the truth, right? Right. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's complicated. It's not even that they can choose not to tell you the truth, it's more of would they have. Hmm. Uh, that choice is gone. Uh, you can baffle what's there, but it's not, it's, it's not a person. I, ha I have a, a foolish question, perhaps, but um, for both of you, Chester, you only just asked me about potentially bringing my mother and father back, while not possible, because we have no, well, it's not possible. But if he still lies at rest where we left him, is it possible? I could bring him back. Who wants to go visit Mollymock? Should I scry on Cree first? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 100%. I, is, that, is that your only scry for the day? Because we might also want to look at Molly Mock's grave before we I go. I can't scry on Molly's grave. I was wrong. Oh, I can't scry a on a location. It has to be a, a living sure, sure, creature. Sure. Well, actually, oh. that's not true. No? I don't think so. What's that, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> before you the idea someone I couldn't by. help it over. It's actually, that's my wrong. Excuse me, I couldn't help but overhear you talking about scrying. Sorry, your real blood vials are rattling. I always yeah. forget that last yeah. little paragraph. Yeah, at instead the end. of targeting a creature, you can choose a location you've seen before as to target the spell. Okay, I'll say it's all good. I but no, I can do it multiple times a day. Okay. I just can't do it on the same person multiple times a day. Of So I guess Cree, Cree, Cree first. Cree first. Cree first. Okay, so I've met Cree, so it should be easier to do. Uh, in theory. First hand. I have met the target. Indeed. Do it! Rock What's the spell DC? 18. <laughs> 18. Give me just a second, I have to go look up a, a, oh, yeah. an NPC character sheet. Oh. Uh, yeah, so no doubt. <laughs> so terrified. From way back. Your plus. Just a moment. What are you oh, looking up for a character sheet? Yeah, looking up for the uh, wisdom. Save. Really entertaining, bringing back. I love it. Holly? I fucking love it. <laughs> that what we're talking about? I fucking okay. love it. Man, oh man, oh man. So, Danger. I know all the ways it could get weird. Mm-hmm. As you sit there. Are you doing this in the middle of? The no, I'm going to find bed? a little, little table off to the side in the in the shadows. Okay, all right. So you focus and concentrate as you kind of put your hands down. I'll draw dicks in the gross smudges on the tables. <laughs> the dicks alight with divine <laughs> energy, and uh, as you kind of begin to close your eyes, you feel a pair of hands kind of just gently touch your chin, and move it upward towards the sky, and the voice says. Well, let's see if we can find your quarry. And as you close your eyes, you feel your vision 
push through the ground, through the stone, up into the sky, the clouds, the thick clouds, into uh, rainstorms, into heavy, heavier clouds, into just moving through thick weather and sky. And then you come down, and there is heavy snow, heavy, heavy snow. Uh, there is like a, it's just kind of white around you. It's it's hard to to make out more detail beyond you than just this bluster, and you see Cree like heavily bundled up with a fur hood and a coat with like thick leathers and hides, uh, with a bundle and a pack on the back, just kind of like <sighs> looks like kind of trudging through some some heavy weather. Does it seem like Kree is with anyone else that I can see through the uh, snow flurry? Make a perception check. Come you're on. you're in a very you're in a very uh, blizzard tight. Well, it's a, it's a heavy blizzard and it's a tight scry. You only really can see the individual, and you can right. barely make, make out, out in like very It'd basic be details. To... It'd be pretty close for you to get anything, roll but high. roll super high and we'll see. I bless you. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> and I can't guide myself when I'm nope. doing it. Um, perception. Uh, 14. 14. Too much heavy weather and the confines of the spell, but you you see Kree trudging through. <sighs> you see like the, the black tabaxi fur and the breath <sighs> skating with each exhale and just kind of, you know, uh, physical exertion going through a, a harsh environment. With that perception, could I see what the pack on the back is? You can see, like, a, there is a, a thick leather pack, but you don't see anything like in anything it. Anything in it? Okay. Sticking out no the top. Coincidence. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Could be Hell anywhere. No. no. Episode title: Good Kitties and Bad Cats. That's <laughs> 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 true. And then, after a moment of, of, of watching, you pull yourself back, and you feel a bit colder, even just being in that vision. But cold doesn't have a huge effect on you anyway, so you kind of shrug it off. And you all watch as Jester goes from her kind of upturned focus, the eyes somewhat glazed over and kind of milky, storm white, and then she comes back into herself. Crazy in the snow. But like any distinguishing details or just white? Like any mountain tops? Super duper thick white snow everywhere. Yeah. Major winter storm. Yeah, not, not unlike the, the, the snow you encountered around Uthodurn. Not unlike the snow we encountered around Uthodar. Mm. Okay. Mm. So maybe graying wild lands or something? No, she's heading north. She's got to be heading. There's no way. How would that have any connection? Oh, I run and ask my dad before we leave. So, so you said there's been a a a bunch of artifacts coming down from from the north, right? Yes, they they usually come through Shady Creek and. Some of the contacts there. You met Ophelia, actually. Um, uh, oh, right. I, I, I didn't meet Ophelia, did I? Oh, you know. I didn't. On the way back, you guys traveled back with Ophelia to bring her to the gentleman. That was part of the return. Where is from. Ophelia? Is Ophelia here? No, no. Oh, that's right. No, she returned. Shame that me. bitch. Oh. Um. <laughs> I didn't like her. I didn't like her. Anyway. You have reasons. I have reasons not to like her, but she is a good business contact. Sure. Anyway. So you said all those artifacts were coming down from the north. Mm. How long ago did they start coming down? Mm. I mean, the first whispers were seven, eight years ago, oh, yeah. and uh, 
Just been steadily growing since. Did anything major come through like three months ago before Cree left? Anything that you can think of? Um, not specifically to Zadash, no. Okay. All right, thank you. No worries. Okay. I can't concentrate. Are we really, are we talking about this? Are we going to visit Molly's grave? Well, I scry, know, scry first. Scry first. <laughs> if he's still, if it's undisturbed, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we could get out of it, oh. to be totally honest. I know, it feels if he's buried Jack in the ground, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know what we could get out of it. We are we are grasping at straws, trying to understand connections we cannot fully see. Did you find anything out from the library? Kind of. In my just opinion, further confirmation. Just reason to visit Molly Mock. But Molly Mock didn't know anything. Cree new things. What we need to do is find other people from the order yeah, that yeah, Molly Mock belonged to. Molly Mock didn't know anything, but Nanagon might have. And it's but the same person. The, but how does that work once know. they're dead? We, might we get, don't know unless we try, yeah. Burgat. You might get user one, user two, or the admin profile. Yeah. <laughs> but do we have to dig out our friend? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that was good. Where'd my desktop go? <laughs> oh, it's the wrong guy. <laughs> I don't know, but I could have us there in under a, a minute. Well, let's scry on his grave first. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to add a couple archways to the dicks. And then I'm gonna do it again. Okay. Once again, little dicks flare uh, at the corners of the table. Uh, Getting ready, Talson. You, you, you close your eyes and kind of oh, yeah. your head tips upward once more, and you feel yourself <laughs> being lifted as if the traveler's arms come under your arms, much like you were holding up Luke in the Invulnerable Vagrant, and then feel your essence <laughs> pulled out into the sky, once again hitting clouds and weather. And then you come down upon an edge of the road, not far from the, the Crisp Vale uh, roadway, and you see a patch not far from a number of hills that are kind of unfamiliar to you beyond the journey back home and the stop you briefly had at the gravesite. It is pouring rain. The ground is just mud. Um, and you can glance down and you can see uh, the, the stick that marked his grave tilted to the side. Um, no sign of the coat at the moment, but it's been left to the, you know, the elements of nature for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months. Um, but it's just a, a muddy portion of ground with, you know, nothing real distinguishing in sight. The stick is still there. It's there. It's something. just at an angle. No hole. No, no tunnels yeah, out no of the earth. Disturbed ground. Uh, make a perception check. Mm. One of these days, Laura. Come on. These days, Alice. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. It's hard to tell. I mean, any gravesite that's been here for months at a time, through the weather that comes through the Empire, especially the northern side of it, there's erosion and, or not just erosion. I say it's more just like there's constantly mixing mud and dirt and uh, snowfall that then comes and melts and kind of changes the landscape a bit. You can't tell if it's been disturbed or not. All you see is that it is the same location. You don't see an open hole, um, anything like that. 
Okay. Hashtag leave no trace. <laughs> no. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <For> you. Appropriate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go. Even if Here's what I think. Molly huh? move. Even if oh, he's not Molly there, move. it's no. worth it to try <laughs> to see if he is there. And with his tarot cards, I can get us there. With his tarot cards, would you get us there, or would you get us to his body? Well, that's interesting, because oh. if he's in the ground, we'll it will get, get there. us there. It could get a little hinky if I <laughs> try to go to that location. I'm trying to go to that location, not his body, per se but the cards would help. So it's a little bit of an X factor. It's a destination you select, so it is location. Mm -hmm. so, so we don't necessarily need to land on his body. Like, like right, he, we could go near it, or? Well, no, meaning when you choose to teleport, you don't teleport to a person. You teleport right, but to a having an, yeah, yeah, I was just trying to focus on having an object from the location, because that makes it a 100% success. There's oh, yeah. no risk to it. Correct, well, it's like, still... so, so the, the code element there, Technically, was 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 retrieved at that location, mm -hmm. so like the the piece that she has would make it a like a near perfect. So either oh, great, okay. okay, great. Here's what I think. Okay. Deal with me for a moment, uh -huh. conspiracy theory style. Okay. All right. Here's what we know. Insert voiceover. Yes. <laughs> Cue <Q> montage. montage. <laughs> <Yes>. mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it. From what we've commit, heard. Commit. Um God damn it. Okay, I'm trying I'm trying to piece everything together here. Okay, okay, okay. So Vesteragna. <laughs> Vesteragna is sending us off to Aeor. We know that she is in search of these divine artifacts. Mm -hmm. When I researched at the Cobalt Reserve, if they had any artifacts from Aeor. They said no, that they had none in possession, that they all belonged to the Cerberus assembly. They had all of them. They also confirmed that there has been trades of these artifacts coming from the North in recent times. So, we have Molly Muck, who is a part of the Tomb Takers. <laughs> and, from what we know of the Tomb Takers and what I just researched from the Cobalt Reserved is that they were also doing things like thieving, bodyguard missions, excavating, exactly what Vesteragna just hired us to do for her. And that th they were being sent to places like Malismar and Schottengrad, all pre-Calamity cities with pre-Calamity artifacts. We then learned that Cree confirmed that Lucian and the Tomb Takers were running from a spellslinger from the capital, chasing after this book. So there was some sort of book involved in this. What is what, you, what is happening? Charlie Day with this. What is? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were all thinking. I have yes. all of my. <laughs> hey, follow my books out. <laughs> Okay. So the tomb takers, wait, the tomb takers took the book from yes. Bess. Yes. So I think that the spellslinger from the capital that they were running from was definitely Vesteragna, who had something to do with this book and this ritual. So the Molly was also a part of some sort of order before the tomb takers, and Molly was kind of like the leader, right? And branched off and was like, fuck this other unnamed order. 
let's go and be the Tomb Takers. And then when we saw Kree, and Kree was rambling about the ritual, Kree was like, oh, we didn't, you were doing all these things and you were so great. Remember Kree was like, oh, Molly, oh, like he was a fucking cult leader because he was definitely a cult leader. And <laughs> mentioned that when he volunteered for the ritual and things went haywire, that they were instructed to run. So, I think, the Tomb Takers, who worked out of Shady Creek Run, who isn't, which isn't far from Schattengrad. Schattengrad? Schatten, Schattengrad. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Just think kind of not far. Schattengrad. I think they were a previous mercenary group hired by Vesta Ragna to do some sort of excavation mission, either in Malasmar or Schattengrad. They got looped into whatever crazy shit the Vesterogna wants to figure out with this pre-calamity weaponry that destroys divinity. And he was the person for the ritual. What I think the ritual was for. Bear with me for a second. This is so a Clue movie. For it. Oh yeah. One plus one plus two plus one. I want to see Gene Wilder do this so badly. <laughs> okay. Who are you, Perry Mason? She ran in here. Because, <laughs> hang on, wait, wait, where's my, this is, this is. Turned off the lights. Let me get this out of the way. So they stole a book, they were running from it. They was, uh, they thought they, that they, they thought he was gonna come back. So, what if they thought they were teleporting Molly to Aeor, and they were assuming that Aeor was still in this dimension. But what if Aeor isn't in this dimension? Whoa. Like we talked about before, because the Cobalt Soul said that there are no reported survivors from Aeor. Also, in all of the language that Vesteragna and the Cobalt Soul used, they mentioned that we are heading to an excavation site that they believe Aeor is located. But no confirmation that there is Aeor there. So what if it's not there? And also there were no reported survivors. So they think that Aeor is here, but also no reported survivors. So what if it's not here anymore and it's the city yeah. in the abyss? What if the city is the weapon? The city devours divinity. <clears throat> Uh, that could be it. Question, and what if? Question. Hang on, question, I'm almost done. A question. What if Molly was instead, instead of teleported to Aeor, was teleported, teleported to this insane, to his torturpated, to the city in the abyss, and then because when he came out of the grave, he had nine tattoo eyes, nine eyes, nine, nine tattoos eyes on his body of eyes, right, on his body. And then he didn't remember anything, and then everything went shitty, and then he didn't want to know anything about his past And life. he was empty. I yes. definitely think you've got it surrounded. A question. Yes. You've I'm talked about. Now. You have talked it. You're like the gentleman. Bo and Marisha. You are like the gentleman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we also know for six or seven years, though, that artifacts from pre-calamity times have been coming south and into the possession of, of the assembly. Okay. Those okay. would have come from. Aeor. Not necessarily, because there's also Schattengrad and... Uh, they were coming down from the north. What if... Uh, and Malismar. <laughs> but there's a lots of other pre-Calamity city sites that it could have potentially come from. Well, also, some, some aren't pre-Calamity, like Malayasmir, which is the elven city that mm -hmm. that essentially corrupted the entire Savalier Wood. Mm -hmm. 
with its destruction, and a lot of the Shady Creek Run does its business. Just to clarify, mm-hmm. uh, pulling relics and selling relics from the ruins of Malaya's Mir. Um, so that, and there are many locations pre calamity all around Wild Mountain, the world beyond that are uh, excavated from. Yeah. Well, what I also learned huh. in the Cobalt Soul. <laughs> you want to breathe? Big breath. Hang on. Breath. We are here for it. We are here for it. <laughs> breathe. Is that the Tomb Takers existed for roughly four to five years. Yeah. And this whole ritual incident happened two years ago, roughly. That puts us right at that 78-year mark of when all of this excavation shit started fucking happening and people started digging things up. Mm-hmm. Four to five years. Four plus five is nine, <laughs> but two years minus two is the seven members of our group. <laughs> you take those eyes. Or the we nine. are Aeor. <laughs> Aeor was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> That's I like huge. It's a breakthrough. That's a breakthrough. So what happened next? We should go talk well, to Well, I, I think <laughs> Vesteragna, I, I think the people who know the most about all of this is Vesteragna. Yeah. I think she has been throwing mercenaries at these excavation sites for years, yes. like a fucking meat mill. And we're next. And we're next. I'm yes, but so excited. <laughs> Rather than walk in and be the next group of adventurers that she used to throw spaghetti at the wall. 100%, yeah. Why don't we go ask Malimok or Nonagon or Lucian or whoever the hell he is what we're walking into before we walk into it? Well, because what if when Molly was, what if when Lucian was doing the ritual and his soul was taken by the city, the soul is gone now, and then Molly took his place. So if we brought him back from the dead, we wouldn't be getting Lucian. We would well, be getting Molly, who didn't know ask. anything. Maybe it, it won't work, to ask. but maybe it will. We don't know which Molly we're going to get. Let's go ask and him, and then we'll know real quick. Admin. Do you, think, <laughs> do, you, do you think that Aeor is that city that we saw in the, in the vision? I. It's possible. I don't know, maybe. but it What if they feel something? What if Aeor... Succeeded in creating it, and in like part of Aeor split and became this demented being, right. this demented city, right. and the, the the city in this world crumbled and fell to ruin. Yeah, because we know that Aeor was a mageocracy, so it had a bunch of like fancy pants mage people who could have totally maybe teleported it somewhere. Maybe it was a defense mechanism that went wrong. There are entire cities in this world that have been able, are able to do that. Right, and then maybe they, they all they went to the abyss and now it's this crazy, insane living city from being in the abyss for thousands well, we, of years. We have, we have Creel, we have Lucian. Do we have any other members of the Tomb Takers that we so can talk to? So I remember, to? hang on, I remember. Uh, I'm good. There's Cree. I've got a post-it over here. We could talk also probably, we could also probably possibly talk to uh, Gustav. So mm. we could totally talk to Gustav because he's from Shady Creek Run. This was Yasha's idea. It's t- totally brilliant. I'm kind I of super. It's fine. It's not like how you're doing, but thanks. A bit, you know, oh, it's, it's fucking. I'm just having to give credit where credit's due. But um, uh, uh, the Tabaxi Cree also rambled off. Tyfell, and was like, we should totally contact Tyfell. Begin in Tyfell. Yeah. Yes. There's another name. I feel like. I also oh, the only other the, one that I caught was Zora. Zoral, Zorel, Tyfel. Yes, yes, that's them. That's okay. them. That's the group of people that the Cree mentioned. 
as like, oh, the Tomb Takers, we could get back together, man. I don't know what I, it was, but I'd had it written down. Z- Zoran, <laughs> Zoran is one. Otis was another. Zoran, o- Otis? Otis and Typhiel. And Typhiel, okay. There okay. was a Jarell, but Jarell um, was uh, executed for. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I was like, he was. Running with he's the in law. A, he's in a separate circle. Yeah. There's, I have like, wow. <clears throat> Well, with, I just have things circled. With I mean. absolute sincerity. Yes. We are impressed. <laughs> with sincerity, but we are trying to find out about the eyes of nine, so let us go to the man with nine eyes on his body. All right. And ask him some questions. Yeah. Yes. Can, yeah you just, can you wipe your, right here, there's oh, a, I'm little, a, a little, little bit of blood, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sometimes the key. Gets a little Careful, intense. Tetsuo, don't push too hard. <laughs> this will help us frame our questions and know what to ask, for sure. Hopefully. By the way, all theories, I don't know if Aeor has been bamfed to this. The, the we understand that these sea. are not proven things. None of this is proven, it's just all that I have written down. We could also no, go to Shady Creek Run and ask around for the tomb takers, maybe throw around some of those names like we know them and yeah. see where it leads. <clears throat> That's That seems yeah. like a good idea. Let's go talk to Molly. Haven't done this in a while. <sighs> I have next to Typhiel Nogvarat. Let's do it. So I think Typhiel, Typhiel, Typhiel was last in Nogvarat, but that was also when I wrote the stone months ago. Mm. I could have totally moved on. You have a piece of that coat? Gather around. Ah, uh, let me just go get my son and, and oh, husband. Oh, yes. We're <laughs> <laughs> leaving. <laughs> get them quickly before both okay, suffers I'll from the adrenaline dump. I guess we're doing this mm-hmm. in the bar? Uh, no, no, we're oh, going to go, go find up. a more private place. Okay, we could also <laughs> okay. leave your family at a, at a tavern or an inn sure, or sure. a park. I'll tell them to go to the, what is it? Uh, what's the nice one? Not Song and Supper? Lodge of the Eclipse? No. Evening Nip is not a good place. But oh, the tri- I they could go to the Trispire. If they're allowed in. Oh. Well, they're nice. You gotta be rich. I, they're rich. I mean, oh. the, the, the Lodge <laughs> of the Eclipse is the large tavern in the Pentamarket. It's it's not amazing, but it's not bad either. And it's okay. kind of more of a. Lodge of the Eclipse? A, a busier place. Restaurant. That was a night pub <laughs> and theater. Always Indeed. Getting me, actually. All right. Oh, so yeah. We could go watch a show. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell him to go get the, watch the dinner theater production of Oliver and lunch again. Oliver. Sure. Perfect. They're going to be like, great, so glad you brought us here. <laughs> this has been fun. <laughs> Are you leaving them here at the, t- the end to stay for the night? I guess so. Well, I would have to take us back into the uh, Cobalt Soul to return, which we could do. Yeah. We'll just have them wait here. We can always catch up with them later tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. can get a room, and then that way we can Banfeld in privacy. I'll leave them 100 gold to. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I will make sure that. that... A couple hours, a few hours. We'll be back. We're just going to go talk to a dead person. Right, okay. He's a dead friend. Our lives have gotten very interesting in the recent year. Um, I'll take care of Luke. Maybe I'll make it, I'll take him to see a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ready for that, Luke? No. Trust it's, me, it'll be fun. Before we um, before we leave, I'm just gonna pull Caleb aside. Avenue Z. Mm. Caleb. Yeah. I think um, I think one of the reasons that some of us are a little hesitant to go talk to Molly is, you know, because it is a little painful 
to do that. Mm. So that's that's maybe why Bo is is holding back on that. I think. Just so you know. I I gather. Okay. But it's important. I think so. Yeah. So Yeza and Luke have set themselves up in the room and are going to watch some of the local theatrical productions that might run in the next few hours or so and seem to be taken care of. So what would you like to do? We're going, right? Ready whenever you are. Okay. It, you said it was raining there? It was, quite a bit. Put your hoods up. I don't have a hood. What do you mean, like figuratively? I'll just make myself look like somebody else. You can control water. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. fine. You like the water. It's <laughs> yeah. not fanning you. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wrap that bit of uh, fabric around my hand mm. and mutter the words, and away we go. All right. You all take a breath, and the spell catches you before you can take the full breath. And so the wind uh, that you're taking, any kind of, it goes from warm to immediately cold. Mid inhale. Oh, I'm looking forward to a coat. As you all arrive, splash, splash, your feet hit the muddy ground around you, the gray sky above. You hear <laughs> the rumble of thunder off in the distance. It kind of invigorates you for a moment, and that kind of energy hits you and then also fades as quick as you really take in the space that you've arrived at. You can see the Crispale thicket on the horizon, far off that direction, and ahead you can see a few rolling hills, and you stand on the road that continues up. And much like Jesser described it, a little ways off the road, to the northeast of where you're standing, you can see the off-kilter stick where it was left. I just reach out and grab Yasha's hand. Squeeze it back. Just as a side note, I'm going to say that gen, genuine, uh, generally, uh, we don't recommend doing this in my profession. Uh, so, just letting everyone know. <clears throat> Thank you. We'll take the utmost care. And who knows, he might not be there anymore. Who knows? Do you want me to just run over and see if it's... No, I'll, I'll walk over with you. That's all. I think we all will. Yeah. It's not split up. Okay. Who's helming this? Helming the, well, the, the digging? We have two options here as well. It could be a conversation or a reunion. I'd say I've, I've got a conversation in me. I don't, reunion is a lot. Okay. And again, let's, let's know what we're dealing with. Well, uh, conversation is a, a good first step and maybe a final step. And remember, if he is here, Caduceus, didn't you set things in motion? Will his body still be 
recognizable. No matter what I did, you're not going to see anything that, that... No matter what I did, it doesn't really matter. Are we investigating first, or just digging? Mm-hmm. You can make an investigation if you'd like. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. Go for it. Yeah, I'll go up with you and watch. Ooh. Oh. While uh, while that's going on, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast commune. I'm gonna spend ten minutes. Okay. While they're doing this. Okay. So it'll take you ten minutes to that. I'm gonna very gently, not probing with any sort of sharp objects or anything, but mm-hmm. mostly hands, just kind of dig down, and I rolled a 28 for 28, okay. <clears throat> so, much of this area, which is mainly just like, you know, grass and dirt with elements of rock in these hills and these fields here, uh, the rain definitely slicks over most any signs of the grave you guys had made, aside from the marker stick in the coat that once held to it. Um, after two minutes of kind of sifting through, the ground layers become a little bit looser than you were expecting to find. I'll keep going down. You keep digging and kind of pulling aside, and the rain and mud is starting to kind of pour in a bit, and. It's a bit of a, a tough fight going against the weather, but you get about two, two and a half feet down, and there's still not much of a sign. I drop down too, say so I'm going to hell anyway, and I start to pull at the mud with you. Fervently, you both begin to pull and pull and pull away. Dirt and mud is now slapping up onto the sides as this, what was once just straight land, turns into a pit. And still no sign of Molly Mokti leaf. Jester, can you locate object? Wait, maybe we, maybe we, we dug down in the wrong spot. I mean, I can scry on it. Isn't there like a locate object spell yeah, or something? Yeah, but I don't, or, or, I don't. Or his skull. Or his swords, or, or his yeah, blood, anything. anything. Yeah, we have his blood. Yeah. I don't, I don't have locate object prepared. Okay. I can't do it now, but I, I could, Try to scry on him with a higher level. See if I could find. I'm gonna just in case yeah. investigate around to see if there's any. It's pretty. I mean, the the mud is not recently covered, right? I'm just gonna look around to see if there's any. Um, I don't know shovel heads or or, or just any any sign of anyone who digging had come tools. digging, digging tools. Make an investigation yeah. check. Uh, if I help, will she get it at advantage? Yes. Are you still commuting? I'm going to cancel that and I'm going to go straight to scrying instead. Okay. 23. 23. It's tough to look for anything like that in this vicinity. Um, it is very muddy. You do find a dirt stained coat. Is it his coat? You find Molly Mock's no. coat. Where was it? Was it like. It was about 20 or so feet off. It may have been blown off of sure, the sure. grave site by the wind and then just left to the elements. You fucking take that shit. Yeah, of course, you grab of course. that fucking coat. Um, but you don't find any implements or tools or anything. I'm, I'm going to 
I noticed they're having difficulty with the with the digging. I'm going to yeah. go in and also try and I've I've done this before. I'm going to. And was I there when when you buried him? I'm trying to remember. You weren't when you were there when no, we revisited the grave. Yeah, you've so. been here for the grave, but not for the actual. Burial. So they're they're in the right place. I mean, as far as the marker was set, like they they went to where you remember them focusing on. This looks right. They might be off. Um, I'm going to just. I, I know what this looks like. I'm going to try and help. I've got a, sh- a shovel too. I'm just going to make an investigation check for me. Oh, never perception. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can look at the ground and it's muddy. Yeah. This is more of a feeling through the dirt and looking for signs of. It's investigation roll. I got a seven. Seven. Yeah, it's just hard. The rain is making it very difficult to make any sort of finite details of the surrounding earth. Can we get some cover? I don't know how. Uh, I could throw up the dome. Are you thinking something else? It's just might not this be. This is just filling with water. Yeah. Uh, I can use control water and empty the. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, would help. Throw it out of the dome. Yeah. So in. See if we can find uh, <coughs> cloth. I'll start working on it. Focused on where the uh, stick was in the ground. Metal. Okay. Okay, and that takes one minute. It's not a um, casting time on that is. I'm looking at that. Ten minutes again. So it's. So so yeah. So you so you begun that a while back. They've been searching and searching. Okay. And I'm gonna say, Artie, I need your help again. In the cold, kind of soaked through. You sit there, hearing the heavy rain splashing around you in the mud, and as you concentrate and put out your prayer to the traveler, you can feel kind of the the rain begin to subside. Uh, and anyone's keeping a keen eye, which would probably be you just on the side, you can see that Jester, for a brief moment, there's almost like a, a shimmering, invisible cloak around her for a moment. The, the rain seems to be splashing about an inch off of her. Mm-hmm. Um, as you close your eyes, you feel your consciousness pulled out of you, and a voice goes in your ear, intriguing. You f- see clouds and weather, darkened storms, and as you're pulled through the heavy, thick, blizzarding snow. I knew it! I knew it! I fucking knew it! They're together. You see, trudging through a familiar blizzard, a right. purple skinned tiefling. <gasps> In heavy coat and hood, walking with a grin and an intensity of confidence and purpose. And that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. <laughs> yes, I can. I, I can and I did. That was the ending. You are kidding me. Perfect. <laughs> so we'll pick up on there next week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so fucking metal! I love it. Did you already know? I, I no. I'm not going to talk. No. I'm not yeah, saying shit. shit. I'm not saying shit. No. So wait. So wait. <sighs> no. Wait. Does scrying, scrying. You just scryed. I just yeah. scryed. You have to know the creature. Yeah. Yeah. So that means. The body of the, the creature? The body of the creature. The, the body of the creature and the blood as a yeah. focus? But we don't know if that's Molly Mock. We have no, you have no idea. No idea. Yeah. Is gonna, the bo- that no body. Name. I mean, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. Absolutely. You have no idea. Holy sh- no idea. Shit. Yeah, he died again.
He died again. He came back something else. Maybe he's got or, nine you know, lives. Nine yes. lives. The prison is undead, re 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 restored. Could have been a, like a dozen different things. <laughs> he's not going to know. He's not going to know. <sighs> or maybe he's, he knows everything. I wonder if all of the rest of them, Typhiel, Zorin, Otis, they're all fucking all there together. too. They got to be. Because if they were well, a part of some sort of fucking order and some sort of cult, and they're they all they're gathered <laughs> back up, doing something else. Gotta be because Kree was man. like, I can get the gang back together right now. Yep. So what I if Kree did? I just want to throw out too, like how fucking crazy is it that so long ago, before any of this stuff was fleshed out, we called this group the fucking Mighty Nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty fun. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Nine eye tattoos was pretty fucking random too. I mean, like, I don't know how the fuck that happened. So. Oh, Man. that's how the fuck that happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but like, just the interconnectedness There's of all those things. Or well, oh, right. You huh. designed that before we started. Oh yeah, that was all. That was all before oh, any of this boy. shit started. Shit gets weird. Cat, Already. nine lives, mighty nines, <laughs> eyes of nine. <laughs> it's crazy. We gotta wait nine a week. It's really I wild. Would... Alrighty, well, we'll pick this up next week. Um, enjoy your weekend. We love you guys very much. Oh, and sure. is it Thursday yet? Oh, so cool. Good night. Oh my Good night. God. Okay, so sorry about the cliffhanger there, folks. Um, so uh, just a reminder, we will not be having an episode next week, October 1st, uh, due to things that have taken care of. Omar agrees. Um, everyone's happy and fine, but we will not have an episode next week. Uh, stay tuned to our social media and or our newsletter at kurtroll.com slash newsletter for information about our upcoming programming. And we'll see you guys real soon. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure. To help new listeners discover the show, please give us a rating and review on whatever podcasting app you're listening on. Until next time, is it Thursday yet?